This week's show is brought to you by Miracle Made. Alright, now you guys, Brad and Alex, you know I like a lot of things, but I'm going to reveal a little bit about myself here. I really like sleeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's, oh, yeah. A, it's in my top three. Of it's a great I thing enjoy. to do. Wait, hang on. Eating, sleeping, and? Sleeping. Again. Okay. It's, All right. it's it's mostly sleeping, then eating, then sleeping Got again. Got it, yes. Got sleep, it. get up, eat, then you get back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. If I could eat while I'm sleeping, I would probably do that, too. Sleep, eat, sleep, repeat. Got it. Yes. And luckily for me, Miracle Made has sheets just for me. Because did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? And I'll tell you what I don't like, sleeping on a damn toilet seat. I would rather sleep in some nice sheets. I don't know, man. Have you tried it? Unfortunately, yes. And it's not my style. I won't ask you to elaborate. (laughs) Inspired by those punks at NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. It has self-cooling properties. The sheets that are infused with this silver prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets, and no more gross odors. Only the best odors in my sheets. You can go to trymiracle.com slash nextlander to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo nextlander at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to miracle.com slash nextlander and use the code nextlander to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash nextlander to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Hello and welcome back to part two, the second part, the finale, some would say, of our game of the celebration, our celebration of the year. Our, that, that's better. Okay. That one's our, better. Our, our 2022 of the celebration of the game, of the year of the game. That's right. Very positive. 2022, year of the game. <laughs> the year of the game. It's been called Brad Shoemaker, Alex Navarro. We have had a whirlwind of a time here in part one, making through, mm-hmm. uh, making our way through a bunch of categories, some personal funsies categories. We had best storytelling, best look, best game we came back to. But now we are up to best or most insidious time sink. Let's take a look at it. Best, most, best. Best, most, best. Most insidious time sink. Now, remember, if you're watching, listening, or doing whatever you do with these podcasts, Okay. <laughs> what else would you do with them? I don't know. Oh, buddy, I can tell you about some things uh, you could do with a podcast. We ran through if you, if you if you auto transcribe these podcasts and print them out and wipe your. I mean, never mind. Yeah, there is. Um, we ran through a bunch of stuff. We're not gonna go through it all again in part one, but there might be spoilers, especially as we get into our 
uh, game of the year towards the end of this podcast, or maybe the middle. Uh, spoilers, the whatnot, uh, that the what have you. These are our personal opinions, obviously, and of course, uh, for these two categories here, we're going to do our our favorites, our personal favorite. We're not going to come up with a consensus of what is the best, but once we get into the top tens of top ten games of twenty twenty two, we will try and order that list and come to agreement. So let's kick it off with most insidious time sink alex what would you say this category represents well so it's funny because i also i pitched this one as one of potentially one of my my uh uh personal categories but then we were like oh we already have some version of this but my version of it was game i am most pissed i spent this much time playing Uh and i Hmm. not because i think the game is bad but because i am angry at how good those games were at making me want to play them always insidious 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 evil so for those listening or watching there is a video version of this you can always find it over at patreon.com slash nextlander here are the nominees in the most insidious time sink vampire survivors marvel snap elden ring horizon forbidden west spider heck neon white Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, Grounded, God of War Ragnarok, and Dwarf Fortress. These games are games that would have a large hour count, let's say. Can I can I just record scratch, Whoop. just like grab the wheel? Yeah. Drive us right off the road. Okay, already. Real fast. Already, yes. I need to file an addendum on a previous category. Oh, right. Addendum filed. The 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 mention of spider heck here has jogged my memory yes. that there was something missing from hard game club and i couldn't put my finger uh-huh. on it it was driving me crazy uh-huh it's the menu gauntlet from spider heck okay uh, should, yes. we, should we put a star put this in and star it if you want an actual winner of that category it's that fucking obstacle course thing in the menu of spider heck <clears throat> that's the true hard game club <laughs> mean stuff the menu of spider hack the lobby really I, right the, the I, yes yeah. the lobby sure yeah, yeah the, yes i i will finish it one day uh i will find out what's at the other side of that thing great or what happens when you get there have you seen what the mm. image is over there have you gotten the scroll that far no, okay i've i've made sure i went out of my way not to find out right, no you, one tell brad sometimes you could see it when uh, when it pushes over i've only seen it when the, the screen scrolls a little bit i haven't cheated my way but i have i think you and i have made it not past that middle part, right? That that part where you have to go straight up. Yes, I think that's right. Yeah, that part stinks. That's a poopy part. But if you That's the hardest thing this year. But if you're playing with multiple people, sometimes the screen pans over and you can see it. Uh all right. Addendum noted and filed. We have added the lobby of Spider Hack to Brad's hard game club. Possible winner in that hard game club. Mm-hmm. All right, we are on most insidious time sync. Vampire Survivors, Marvel Snap, Elden Ring, uh, Horizon, Spider Hack, Neon White, Warhammer 40K, Dark Tide, Grounded, God of War, Ragnarok, Dwarf, Fortress. Fortress. These are games we are both happy to have played and maybe angry to have spent so many hours in. Oh, yeah. I, hmm, I do want to point out that for a handful of these games that are fairly linear story-driven games, mm-hmm. being an insidious time sink is not really a positive, I don't think. Not no. always a great thing. And I'm going to say, for, on that note, for a couple of these, God of War Ragnarok, I love that game. 
It's a lot of fun. I think that game could have been uh, tightened up with the collectathons. I put too many hours and collectible stuff in there. I'm going to say it's this. The and thing that eventually drove me away from it is that it just feels like it's too much of that shit. Here is the thing to fix God of War Ragnarok. It's a game about having mystical abilities and talismans and all these fancy doodads from North mythology. Give Kratos a thing that lets him fast travel to uh, uh, the, the tree. Don't make him go to the gate to fast travel. At some point, give old Kratos. It could be at the end of the game when you're mopping stuff up. Just a thing that allows him to open a portal from wherever he is. The mechanics are in there. I'm not going to say who's got it, but they got it already. Just give him a gem or a rock or a fucking keychain. I don't care. Whatever it is that Whatever makes him go there. Make him do it. Give him a bunch of crows. Let's say. Let's say. Let's say. Kratos is a bunch of crows kind of guy, but, you know, sure. Um, anyway, God of War Ragnarok. Insidious time sake. Take it off this list. I'm angry at it. All right. All right. Yeah, I get it. I'm kind of in the same boat with Horizon, which is also a place I ended up with the first Horizon mm-hmm. a couple times. There's just kind of too much of it, and none of it is... None of it is bad enough to outright ignore, but none of it is good enough to feel like you're necessarily spending your time on it wisely. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the whole game, to be clear. Like, it's the side stuff. It's like there, there's a tier of side quests in that game that is, like, just good enough that you want to do them all, but rarely feels like it's really paying off in either a narrative or mechanical gameplay sense. And yet I keep doing them. It seems like a lot of busy work sometimes. Yeah. And a lot of like the icons are spread out all over the place where it's like, oh man, I thought I was done up there, but I've got it. God, there's three more side quests up there. Stop spawning side quests. You know, I'm going to go talk to these people and help them with their problem. It's, it's, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't necessarily have the open world bloats that a lot of stuff has, but I hear where you're coming from and it, it, you know, it takes its time. Something I'll salute them on is that some of the repeatable activities in that game they put a lot of thought into, like the tall necks, for example. Mm. Like, I was pretty impressed with, I mean, even the first game had a little bit of this, but the tall necks in this game, like, each one is very meaningfully different in how you approach it, you know? Yeah. Like, there's that, there's that one, there's that one where you have to, like, man, man these turrets and, like, shoot parts off of it as it's walking around, you know? Like, they came up with interesting twists on that repeatable activity, like, every time you do it almost. Uh, but but a lot of the side quests. I, I so I like th- a lot of the side quests. It's just so much. It's just yeah. so mm-hmm. much. And um, well, again, I don't think any of them are bad. Like, I don't, yeah, none of them are terrible. It's just that I'm not like I'm not. It's not hitting that like Witcher three level of like every single tiny thing you do is like oh my god that was awesome. Like yeah. they told a really nice complete story in five minutes. Wow. Like we're not getting quite as much of that. But uh, anyway. I definitely it's one of those things where. Um, I'm a little ashamed at my hour count, you know, like, sure. I, do you know what you hit? No, I don't remember. Okay. I, I think I'm at like, I'm at like 60 and I'm still got a ton of story left. Okay. Yes. That sounds, I mean, it's maybe 50 somewhere around there. Like that and God of war. Like what are those games? that just is like, okay, like not in a, there are some games that have an hour count in that I'm happy to have had. I, I think my hour count when I think about forbidden West was like, okay, maybe I didn't have to get every single thing in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
I'm going to switch gears here to a game where I'm proud of my hour count and I okay. loved getting everything in it. And it's Elden Ring. And it, yes, I was so happy to get everything. So happy that I streamed my my trophy achievement because I was so happy to have had everything to hit that that trophy. Um, now, do you have the platinum? I have the platinum. Yeah, but you, uh, did it. you know, is it everything? I think it's as much stuff as I could possibly do in the playthrough I had because there are certain things now a trophy wise. Yes. But like, is it all the stuff I wanted? There are still things I wanted to see, but narratively you had to choose a path, right? Left or right. And I, you know, had to choose the left or right so much so that I uploaded my save to the cloud and did all the endings and would redownload my save so I can get all the different endings. I loved it. Now you're gaming. Now I'm really gaming. Elden ring is, uh, is probably mine on this list. If I were to pick one right now, like that that is the good version of the stuff we were just talking about with God of War and Horizon. Yeah. Like that is a major triple A big time story type eh, story is maybe a stretch. No, 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 come on. Um but but is that category of game where you actually spend a hundred hours with it and it was all meaningful yes. and yes. valuable. I mean, if we're going outside of Nextlander, the tales of how many hours people have spelled spent in Elden Ring are ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. But best they made value. good. <laughs> best value. That's right. It's best value, but like they made good on the promise of what if we took this formula, this kind of game that we make, and put it into an open world. They didn't just do that. They made a really compelling open world that also happens to fit the structure of the kind of game they like to make. Yeah, I mean, I I did eat a tiny bit of crow like when we that game when the embargo first lifted for that game, and I was out there tweeting. It's just like, oh my god, it's an open world where like everything is different, and then like. You do start hitting like some of those, some of those really generic crypt, like yes. tiny side dungeons. Yep. There is repeatable there, content in there, there. There is some repeated stuff out there, but still, by and large, like it's just some of the monsters are reskinned. Some of there is definitely repeat stuff in there. But I'll go back to your point in, in the Insidious Time Sink. <clears throat> I feel like this game for me is is really high up there, if not the one, because you go set off to do one thing and you wind up doing ten other things. That, and yeah. maybe you got to that thing you were going to do a week from now because you just found every other dungeon you wanted to explore. Yeah. Uh, it's it's gnarly like that. What a thing. Yeah, what a thing. What a thing. Um, okay. Is, is, is Marvel Snap a good time sink? <laughs> All right. Here I will. Let's just do this now. There's two games on this list that are my games for this list. Okay. They are Vampire Survivors and they are Marvel Snap. Mm-hmm. A month ago, I would have said it was Vampire Survivors, you know, walk off home run like that. I spent so many hours, especially at the first six months of this year, playing Vampire Survivors that I did not foresee anything feeling more like an insidious trap for my time and effort. Marvel Snap, this shit right here, man, this shit should be behind the counter. Where you buy the fucking dick pills and the salvia at the bodega. Alex is holding his phone to the camera, those or, listening. Or, or should, this, should this be one of those you have to show your ID at the pharmacy? Yes, they should put a sleeve over this like it's penthouse at a fucking Seven <laughs> Eleven. This game is a nightmare. It is the most bite-sized card game of these types that I have ever played. Um, and it is perfectly tuned to siphon up a few minutes at a time 
and have those few minutes at a time stretch for like three hours. <laughs> it is this shit is evil. It is wrong. And I think it wins this category. (laughs) (laughs) You're in it, huh? Dude, I... Okay. I am... My collection level is 1,460. That's a high number. I'm hovering in the 60 to 70 level range for the for the season uh, between Diamond and Vibranium. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, are those the names of their tiers? Yes. Is there actually a fucking Vibranium League? The ones after that are Omega, Galactic, and Infinite. I haven't gotten (laughs) to those yet. Um, I have... I will say the one thing I've managed to avoid doing, I have spent no money that was on anything other than the monthly battle passes. Okay. I've, I have not sank any additional capital into this game beyond what they do for their seasonal events, and that is how I plan to keep it. That's that's how you win. <laughs> yes. You, play, you keep playing the game, and you never spend any money on it. Clash Royale. <laughs> I, I am spending money, but it's like $10 a month, and that is fine by me because I get the the specific seasonal rewards. I'm getting what I want out of it. I am not throwing extra money just to get gold so I can fucking level up cards. I'm not doing that. Oh, man. It I- is a mess, man. My life has been a mess since this game came into my life. Uh, okay. I have not All touched right, it. Well, I mean, maybe I should stay away. I don't know. I feel, I feel like, I mean... I, th- I think we talked about this like in the course of one podcast that he was talking about it. I downloaded it on Steam and then deleted it before the podcast was over without ever launching it. <laughs> you made the right decision. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. Just protecting yourself. I'm good. It's it's a really um, well fine-tuned game. It's very fun. Like the like I said, the battles are extra- incredibly bite-sized, but there's like a decent meta game in there. And the fact that like every game, the three places where you are placing cards have randomized abilities keeps things fresh and in such a way that you are not just facing the same decks over and over and over again the way you would sometimes with like Hearthstone or something like that. To be honest, it sounds like you both have your your winners already. Well, okay. Vampire Survivors is so close to also being a winner for me on this one because, man, did I sink a lot of hours into that thing. Especially during the early access period where they kept adding stuff every couple of months or so, new levels, new characters and stuff. And I mean that that oh sorry go ahead but it's just, it's really good it's just really mm-hmm. fun well that thing is the anti Marvel snap to me because it's fucking four it's four dollars right isn't it it was like a still? dollar in early access is the thing it was yeah, very I, cheap I think it's three ninety nine now let me just double check it's free yeah, on mobile right so as to reinforce yeah. my point yeah it is it is free on mobile I don't know how they monetize it on there uh, it's five bucks now on Steam still a deal a deal a like, deal. It's 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 the anti Marvel snap because it's five bucks and then you just got the game you know and it's like a tremendous amount of replayability. Uh, I think they did just release their first DLC actually. They did, uh, like last week, or it was very recently. It was it's certainly this month at least. Legacy of the Moon spell six days ago at the time of this recording. Um, but you know it's yeah it's five bucks and there's a ton of game there. It is not what I would call exploitative. No, in any in any sense. I also played a ton of Grounded and yeah. lost hours and hours and hours into Grounded. Ground down my free time. It was weekends. It was nights. Grounded is an insidious time sick because it is one of those crafting games where you are just just need a couple of more ladybug parts. Just mm-hmm. need a couple more of this to, to get your next next hit. 
Grounded could very easily take this category for me. Um, it's a hell of a game. The tread, the the treadmill just runs. It just goes. You, you can't if you stop moving, you will fall off. Yeah, base base perfection is always just out of reach. Just the oh, if I could just craft this one more lantern, my base would be perfect. And all I need to craft that one more lantern are these three things. Ah, but I need this better sword to get the one of the three things. Ah, but to get the better sword, I just need one of these things. That's how they get you. The only thing that really ground my progress to a halt mm. was, um, and this is kind of a, a, a maybe a backhanded compliment. They are iterating quickly on this game still, so I was like, oh, I should wait for the next patch uh, before I do this big big upgrade because they're making some stuff easier. So I'm going I'm to wait for this patch. The other thing is I needed Black Widow parts, and it was ve- mm. it's very hard. <laughs> it's, I was having a gotcha. really hard time doing it. I uh, could not defeat that obstacle. But Grounded, Grounded or Elden Ring for me on this list are high performers. They are they are great time sinks. They are absolutely worthy of being called an insidious time sink. Okay. Hmm. These are our awards. We can make up these rules a little bit as we go along, right? No. Sure. Fuck. Unless it is unless it is we are gonna have more than one winner per person. <laughs> okay. In which case see, in which case no. Come oh, on. Damn it. Come on, All right. dude. Um it's in my mind, these two games are inextricable for me. Like they are, that's, they that's are fine. the various I, chunks I, of my year. I get it, but I mean, to talk about them all at all is to include them in category. Yeah, like, and so in the end, I think I have to go with Marvel Snap because that one is more insidious. Mm. I yes, I, I that definitely seems to be the case. Mm. Um, Brad, where are you where are you feeling? I I didn't hmm, I didn't really get locked into the neon whites, the leaderboard chasing. Like I thought I might outside of like the giant bomb tournament stuff we did. That was fun. And there, there was definitely some, there was a brief flash of these motherfuckers need to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. Did, did you guys, I also did not, I got my, um, what was it? The ACE, the, the top metal. Yeah, what is the, oh, what is the top one called? I forget. There's the hidden one. There's a developer one. I didn't get that on everyone, but I got the, I forget what the badge is. the, Platinum, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, Silver, I think Platinum yeah. is the top regular one, if I'm not mistaken. I, I know it was not the end-all, be-all, but I was a little weirded out at how quickly you could unlock ghosts uh, in that game to mm. show you like kind of the optimum route through stuff. But I mean, my understanding is you can still get better times than what those ghosts will show you. Yeah, those, um, those guys, that, uh, and then Grub and Dan were definitely yes, for sure. pushing it. That is definitely a game you can spend a lot of time with, and I understand why people do. Uh, I think I may I may pull that off of there. Okay. Uh, have you guys played any more Dark Tide yet? I have not. No. No. I, I want to play more Dark Tide. I also, if you want to play more Dark Tide with me, I will play more Dark Tide because I also want to play more Dark Tide. My my biggest problem right now is is the two versions not talking to each other. Okay. Which is, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure there were development factors that prevented it, but not launching with that is really unfortunate. When you say two versions, you mean the PC and the Xbox version? No, there is no Xbox version. It's uh, just it's Steam and Steam and Windows, like Microsoft Store, Game PC Game Pass version. Okay, those versions do not interoperate in any way, and of course, it being on Game Pass means a ton of people are playing it on Game Pass. Mm. But we started on Steam. It would be nice if those work together because, like, 
now I'm like, should I start over on the Game Pass version? Because that's where people I know were playing it. You should probably start over on the Game Pass version because when it, it does come to consoles, that's yeah. probably where those will probably work together. I assume the Game Pass I, and the, or the Windows PC. I think I think what they've said is like we may get to the point where Steam works where they all work together, but no promises is okay. what they're saying. So it's yeah, going all in on the Steam version. You might be kind of also. This is assuming I actually play enough Dark Tide for this to matter, but that game is cool. And I've read about like like there's a bunch of modifiers and stuff in there that we haven't seen. Like there's a there's a mission type modifier that turns all the lights off in the mission except for that flashlight that you carry. Jeez. And I've heard that some of the stuff like that is pretty exciting and and, and wild. Um, also, it was just in a very rough state when we first got into it, uh, being pre-release. It, it feels like a game I would like to play a lot more of. Yeah, and if it's like Vermintide, they have supported those games pretty well. So I have yeah. faith that they will go in there. But uh, yeah, I did not put enough time into it for it to be an insidious time sink for me. But uh, that could be a 2023 time sink if we if we get into that. That's kind of where I'm at, I think. Especially the way Vermintide has gone. That's something to check back in on. Um, who Did you put Spider-Hack on here? I put on Spider-Hack here? on here because I play that game every weekend. I mean, listen, it's, it's there's nothing insidious about Spider-Hack. It's just a hell of a fun game, really, to play. Uh, sure. If I were to look at our accounts on Spider-Hack, I mean, maybe, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, the trying to get to that um, lobby thing is insidious in its, in its form, but Spider-Hack is just a great place to spend some hours or let's say a couple of hours with some local co-op for our not even local it's actually online as well so yeah the online's um, good yeah so spider hack is great uh i just have put a ton of hours into it it's not there's nothing nefarious or insidious about it you, you can knock it off it's, it's just great spider hack rules spider hack kind of does good. rule it, the, it, man the physics in that game are absurd like the swinging and the just madcap out of control stuff that happens Spider Hack is a fun game to show people too because it's it's so easy to pick up. Um, yes, the way the, the weapons go flying, like it feels like a true successor to that era of four player couch co op battle arena type games from like ten years ago. Uh, one of the greatest parental things I feelings I could have was introducing my son and his friends to Spider Hack. Where oh, now, okay, yes. now mm. on Friday play dates, it is always Spider Hack. Uh, uh, after screen time is allowed, Spider Hack oh, happens. Sure. I could, I could see I could see a bunch of 10 year olds going oh my gosh. over this game to the point where they will it's time for them to leave and they're like oh, okay we're just finishing up and then I say and they don't want to you know how kids are like we're just finishing up and I, I say all right I'm gonna go in there and I'm if I win you guys have to stop playing <laughs> because I love playing spider hex so much too and playing with everybody as spider hex great uh all right spider hex off the list all right, Dwarf the, Fortress. The only, the only thing we haven't talked about here is Dwarf Fortress, which I put on here prospectively. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't played it since that stream, although I believe the people have spoken and I will be playing it again tomorrow. Uh-huh. Sure seems that way. But Or have, man, have played it, if you're watching I kept, this. I just kept thinking about that game after we played it and thinking about how bad that could go. <laughs> like, it seems like exactly my kind of ridiculous simulation getting on top of itself and becoming way too complex and unwieldy with all the absurd emergent things that can happen. You know, everything from like accidentally flooding your underground kingdom to who was it talking about their dwarves becoming, um, God damn it. Where something where, where rats, where where uh, boars, like turning. Yes. Okay. It just, 
the amount of shit that can happen in that game seems like it's endless. And like, I I got enough of a taste of it during that stream that I was like, man, you didn't even get into on the stream, at least the, uh, also the, all the personality stuff for the dwarves and their, their bios and their histories, which are in another yeah. sub menu. It's wild. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how this stream goes. I guess I can't rightfully pick that game because <laughs> I haven't played enough of it yet, but I could, I, I feel like I got dwarf fortress enough in that first hour to at least understand why it is what it is. Your honorary. Yes. Nominee. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I got to, I got to click on uh, Elden ring here. I got to put right. it. I got to put my name mm-hmm. next to it. I mean, grounded is, is up there for me for sure. I really wonder our count where they are. I think grounded, maybe a little more insidious, but Elden ring, uh, is probably the most positive insidious time sink. And I want to put that on there. Sure. Okay. Um, in terms of what I actually played, I might have to go with grounded mm. because I just because I've started it over so many times between the early access version two years ago and then us streaming it and then me playing it on my own. And then now I've got friends who want to play it. So we're going to start yet another world. I love that. So I've gone through the opening two or three hours like four times now. You got your opening down. Rush, uh, yes, rush my, to yes, Antlion yes, Club. Yes, my, my build order is pretty honed at this mm. point. Uh, testament to that game though like I'm totally excited to get in there and start a new world with some people that hopefully we can stick with long enough to actually finish it this time I mean it, it like, is it is uh, like when we played when Alex you and, and Bacalar joined us you know Brad and I had already had gear but I think we spent mm-hmm. pretty much the entire stream gearing you guys up yep <laughs> like we did nothing but maintenance that yeah. entire like spent two hours with a goal in mind that we basically didn't touch because mm-hmm. we were just prepping for the goal the whole time yep but it's fun it's fun like it's, it's every time i've time sink for sure yeah yeah like about every time i started it over like going and cashing all that science in again is still fun like it's just it has not gotten old even though i've done a lot of the same stuff over and over uh so though that is the most insidious time sink with alex picking marvel snap i put my name next to elden ring and brad put his name next to grounded Though I will say for me, grounded a very, very close second, and I uh, refuse to touch Marvel Snap. Thanks to Alex's warning. Thank you for no, being a please don't stay. Like if you have le- friends or loved ones that are using Marvel Snap, there there are people you can talk to. We are now going to move to our next category. Twenty twenty two, a year defined by a lot of things in gaming. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe most. Where are you going with this? Maybe most notably for the amount of delays that happened oh, in twenty twenty two. Now we understand the delays. We're not coming at yeah. this uh, cynically, though. It doesn't mean that we didn't want to play some of those games or that we are not anticipating some of those games. And so there's we, no anger on our part. This is purely just oh. Man, I wish I was playing that. I wish I was playing that. So we have a category called Game We Most Wish Had Come Out This Year, and that is not any kind of condemnation for them having to delay. A lot of things happen, but we're doing this because we like video games, and we want to play these games Mm -hmm. as soon as we can in their best state. So if that gets you there in 2023 and beyond, so be it. Of course. The nominees we have for game we most wish had come out this year. Starfield. Man. Ark Raiders. Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. 
uh, yes. Redfall, Kerbal Space Program 2, Stalker 2, Hearts of Chernobyl, Advance Wars 1 and 2, Reboot Camp, Dead Island 2, Star Trek Resurgence, and Flashback to a game I had forgot was even talked about until we were making these lists. Um, this could be a very exciting 2023 if these games actually come out in 2023. Can you imagine what the conversation would have been like about this year if all this stuff had made it? You know, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. no. Um, Can't say that I do. So, uh, where do we start? I mean, I can start with Flashback 2 since it's a game that was in and out and it was out of my memory immediately. So I don't know if I could say I've been anticipating it that much because I had completely forgotten this game was even announced. Uh, where did we see it? Do you, do you guys remember? Was it at a Microsoft thing? I, th- I want to say it was at Microsoft's Summer Games Fest, not E3 stream. Okay. It was Summer Games something. Or Yeah, it might have been a different stream, but I believe it was right around that time frame. Um, uh. Yeah, when I looked at it, it looked familiar, but like, I love flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm looking forward to this, but I had forgotten this existed. So I, I definitely remember that popping up on the stream. I'm just going like, wait, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Really? Weird. I mean, cool, but weird. Um, this is going to be great if you're watching the visual version of this, the movie version of this, where we can <laughs> scrub through all the trailers and get to where they say 2022 at the end of the uh, mm-hmm. Of the trailer, but uh, yeah, um, I look forward to that game coming out. Uh, now slated according to the Internet Games database, either the end of Q1 in 2023 or sometime before. Let's say uh, we uh, can take fly, that off. Flashback, flashback is a classic. Yeah, flashback two. Off, it's like could be a classic. Could, we don't like, know yet. It's like what if they made out of this world again? Except you had a gun. <laughs> you had a gun in out of this world. Well, kind of. It's uh, more of an adventure gun, though. It's an adventure gun. It's a gun. story gun. You only shoot that thing mm-hmm. as many times as they want you to. That's, that's kind of true. Not as many times as you want to. Do you remember Fade to Black? Uh, yes. Not very good. Not, yes. That did not. That game ran very poorly on my PC at the time. Uh, Flash, I'm going to take this one off. All right. I'm going to take one off here that I just kind of threw on here just because I wanted to mention it more than anything else, but I'm actually perfectly happy to wait and see how this thing turns out is Star Trek Resurgence. Mm. Uh, This is the Star Trek game that is from X Telltale devs. Yeah, and basically is kind of a Telltale-esque adventure game, but Star Trek, right? I had had to look this up to remember what this was. Yeah. They've shown it a few times in trailers and whatnot, but I don't think anyone's done like a real deep dive on it yet, and uh, it was originally supposed to come out this year. It is pushed to next, but I think it's only until April or something. So I oh. feel like I can I, I can wait a little longer for that one. But I am looking forward to playing it because one, I want to play a new Star Trek game. That sounds like fun. Uh-huh. And two, I want to see what a new Telltale esque thing looks like. <laughs> they have a they have a fact on their site that has some frequently asked questions in it, such as when is coming uh, out and what platforms, or like what time period is it set in. What time set, period is it set in? Set in the year 2380 in the era immediately following the next generation films. Okay. Yeah, they're wearing the gray uh, uniforms. Um, is it episodic? No, it is one large story. Uh, it's on Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. Two playable characters. Okay. okay. Two principal characters through a single epic story with gameplay switching between. Uh, 
yeah. I think that format feels right for Star Trek. Narrative adventure, featuring dialogue choices, relationship building, rich branching storylines, shuttle piloting, phaser <laughs> fights, tricorder yeah. scanning, uh-huh. stealth, and whatever micro gameplay mechanics are. Do you mm. mean mini games? They might mean mini games. Or wait, micro games? Micro mini yes. games. Wario okay. is in this game. Uh, that all sounds cool. I'll keep my eye on this. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to remove it from this list, though? Yeah. Because there's one on this list that I think I'm just going to keep on here because, to me, it is the most ridiculous thing that we are still... We still have not played this yet. Ooh. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. What the fuck are we doing That's a here? weird one. I don't know what so, to make of that one. Did, like, it's... I, on did, the one hand, it, by all accounts, it's basically done. Yes. And was delayed due to the outbreak of war in Europe. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to come out like a month after the, the invasion of Ukraine. <clears throat> yes. And so it's still not out. I think they probably could have gotten away with releasing it by now, but I understand. Yes. I understand why they wouldn't. I don't think the sensitivity was unwarranted by any stretch, and oh. I think delaying it out of the immediate zone of that conflict beginning totally makes sense. But the fact that we've heard nothing about it since then is just a little like what are we doing here because it's not like nintendo had an incredible slate of games this year there were some good ones but like they really couldn't have figured out a way to get this thing out in october or november or something yeah i mean they did have splatoon and and bayonetta in that time frame i mean yeah i get it I, like i'm sensitive to the 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 decision of this yes the initial delay made sense to me and even now i don't know it's still i still i i get it like it's it's yeah, a me too it's a it's a game about invading other territories and you know um but the, but again that th- my issue is more that they haven't even signaled like when we might <laughs> be seeing it. it well yeah i mean the world's in a if you're waiting out Vladimir Putin, uh, I don't know that that is a great strategy. That's a very mm. fair. That's a fair. That's a fair point. You should True. not make your release calendar to Mad Men. Yeah, I, I I can't remember. It's been so long since the original game, but I think one of the factions is like a pretty explicit Russian analog. Also, right? I, most of those analog those factions are based on I think real world powers. So. Yeah. So I, I think that that also plays into the decision. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. But that is that is my one on here i think okay that's fair it, it, it hurts it hurts a little bit after years of grousing about fire emblem fans getting everything they want mm-hmm. while people who like advanced wars are out in the cold since those ds games were not even not days of ruins not even real advanced wars game i i don't actually mean that but kind of uh anyway yeah it was nice to see advanced wars come back um and then it didn't. Not yet. But some. But someday. Uh, I, if, if, if any days of ruin fans yelling at the radio, it's, I, it's just mm-hmm. too serious. Okay. <laughs> days advance wars should be more lighthearted. Also, anyway, don't yell at your radio. Uh, Red, yeah, we don't even come out of the radio. Yeah, uh, maybe we do. I mean, Alexa, play Next Lander podcast. Sorry, sorry, everybody out there. Uh, Redfall. I'm, Redfall. I'd, I wrote Redfall on here just out of my mental tally of games that got delayed this year, okay. not necessarily because I would name it here. Uh-huh. I do want to play it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I will definitely try it. It looks like there's something there. 
the last couple times they've shown it, like the writing and the humor, maybe have not fully landed for mm-hmm. me. But I, I mean, I love a I love a like class based, team based PVE type thing, which this absolutely seems to be. Yeah, right? yeah, yes, for sure, a hundred percent. Like magic powers and everybody having different abilities, and it's just like they're all just destiny strikes, right? Like games <laughs> yeah. that are games that are just destiny strikes. I'm You're not into, wrong. I'm kind of into that. Uh, uh, and it, it looks like it could be a cool, spooky one of those, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I uh, it's not going to be my pick, but um, no. they are at least updating release dates on this. Yeah, um, June of 2023, or or the end of I think the, it's, the end of the I think quarter. it's by then. Yeah, okay. it's, it 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 and Starfall kind of got delayed together ish, and both were just like by <clears throat> by June of next year. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna pull that off there. I I can't in all I can't in good conscience say <laughs> Dead Island Two is it, <laughs> but uh-huh. I put it I put it on here. Like I I like Dying Light Two, mm-hmm. but it was not. It didn't quite blow my hair back the way I hoped it would. And the footage they've put out of Dead Island 2 doesn't look terrible. And I like a crafting-based zombies for first-person survival game. So, maybe? This feels like a very long wind-up to a butt. Maybe it'll be cool. No, I'm just... uh, Maybe it'll be cool. I, um... I I liked the first Dead Island way more than most people, although this bears very little resemblance to that, but... What an amazing path on these games, huh? I mean, this game is, yeah, like, dude, this game's been through, like, three different developers. Uh, whatever, we don't we don't need to recount <laughs> the long and tumultuous history of this game's development, but uh-huh. it does appear to finally be coming out, and I will definitely try it. Uh, it looks ridiculous. I don't know if it will actually be funny or not. Yes. If, if it is legitimately funny, then it could be cool. I don't know. April? Not putting any is that is that what it is? That's what uh, the Internet Games Database wants to tell me. Uh, I don't know if that. I is would believe that. One hundred percent correct. That's what they're saying. I'd believe that also. Uh, cautiously, cautiously looking forward to that. I'm going to say one that I really want to play, which is Kerbal Space Program Two, a game I that I figured this would be your winner. Yeah. Uh, well, there's one other one on here that I have an academic more of an academic professional curiosity about, and that's Starfield Kerbal space program Two. I just really want to get into and see what they're doing there. Like, um, that game, gosh, I don't know what the original announcement for that was, but it has been a long time coming. Um, it's, I don't know. I'm sure it's in our database. <laughs> it's, it is a long one. Um, I want to play it. Of course you do. It's Kerbal. It's Kerbal. Oh, well, and it's gone through so many steps uh, from like where original Kerbal was. Like that's you know, there's the 2K buyout. There's a different studio making it. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a whole journey with that thing. Oh, huh, that'll be weird with a different developer behind it. Yeah, I mean there they there was there were oh, years ago there was talk about maybe some problems in, with the studio internally and Kerbal, original Kerbal, yeah, the original Kerbal studio um, and stuff like that. So I'm. Like, what do you take from the original? The original Kerbal was such a hodgepodge of mods and playing it on PC and, you know, make sure you, I don't know if you remember, Alex, all the weird things we downloaded to put in, uh, to tack on top of the Kerbal game. 
I'll be very curious to see how this whole thing goes um, when and if this game ever comes out. They're saying February, mm-hmm. or at least Internet Games Database is saying February. They're saying it. Do you believe it? I don't know. I don't believe any mode? release date until it's out. At this, this is point. what they're saying. Apparently, it has multiplayer. This is what they're saying. And interstellar travel. <sighs> 20 that seems ambitious. This trailer I'm watching says coming to you in 2020. <laughs> so, uh, mm, okay. Hey, you know, a lot happened in 2020. Sure did. It sure did. I think I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put my name next to that for now, but, um, Starfield, Starfield, Starfield. I, Who, who's not curious about Starfield? I, you know, hmm, I bet this is not what anyone at Bethesda wants to hear, but prior to them showing a significant amount of that game, this would have been my lock to come in here and say, it's this. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that long gameplay demo and now I'm a little less sure. Well, cause you're a little more sure. Maybe I mean, a little well, more. no, I mean, my expectations have been tempered a little bit. Like, honestly, it was really just the shooting that I think that concerned me the most mm-hmm. like that. And I'm far from the only person to express this opinion like that. The shooting just looked so weightless in that demo that they put out. And they don't exactly have the best track record with exciting action to begin with in other games that they've made. Like, who plays Fallout as a shooter? No. Anybody? No. 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 Absolutely I mean, like not. The, like, the, like, the enemies ba- barely seem to react to the shooting in this, you know? Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm being harsh. Like, it just... Something about it is... I don't know. I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. I, I also, you know... This is, this feels like their big swing. And so when they showed it, you're like, oh, okay. I think I kind of know what this is. You know, like when, mm-hmm. yes, when, when they showed sure. it, like, yeah, I, I kind of get what you're doing. I mean, some of the base building stuff was, was interesting, uh, but I was like, yeah, okay. The next version of this. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like the ship building stuff looks amazing. Like, mm-hmm. The fact that you can literally part out your ship in an editor like that and then go inside and, and walk around. Like what if Mass Effect let you build the Normandy Normandy's and then hang perfect. out in, and then hang out in the Normandy you built. Normandy's already like, perfect. Like that sounds incredible. And, and this has that, you know? Yeah. Like this has the no man's sky thing of like, there's a bajillion planets and you can just fly back and forth however you want. Like that sounds cool. There's a ton of stuff that still sounds very cool about this game. Yes. Um, also, you know, like opinions vary about the quality of the writing in their games recently. Fallout four mm-hmm. looking at you. Mm-hmm. So I hope that they bring it on that front. I'm still, I'm still very interested to play Starfield, extremely interested, but is it your that, pick? That demo? That demo kind of brought it back down to earth a little bit. Let's say, Ha. Uh, um, uh, yes. Ha 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 ha. ha. Um, but you know, you hear it all the time that like games only really come together right at the end, right? Yes. So clearly they delayed it for a reason and maybe it's still got some shaping up to do and will do before it comes out. Uh, it's a big one. Yes. I'm weirdly ambivalent about Zelda. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I will absolutely like I fucking Breath of the Wild is one of the best games ever made. <laughs> like I definitely will play more of that. I need to know a little more about what's different about it. Like it seems like flight and hanging out in the sky is a big deal. Uh, 
but beyond that, I'm kind of curious what's different. Yeah, it's like you can tell what the structure of the thing will likely be, but like you don't know what the seasoning's going to be at this point. Yeah, kind of that. And like, I wonder how much they're doing to the existing landmass. Um, kind of a lot of questions. I'm still curious about. Like, is is this is this the Majora's Mask to <laughs> Earthful Hell's Ocarina? Oh man, that is a loaded statement, yeah, one way or the other. I don't know. What is that going to mean? Um, what, what I'm is, very, I'm very excited to play it, but what is our new date for that? May? Uh, I want to say it's May. Okay. May 12th. This is what the internet games database is saying. That's yes, that, okay. That's soul ways. Well, it's about six months. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there sooner than later. Got, I, you know, time I share the same sentiment of, um, you know, what is, what's the divergent path from breath of the wild, put a lot of hours into breath of the wild. Uh, not that I wouldn't want to go back into uh, tears of the kingdom but um i'm more i'm more curious about kerbal uh in, in what what they do with that yes uh i don't i don't know if it, i don't know if it's fair to have put stalker 2 on here i mean they've really they really probably yes. like if any game deserves a delay it's this one seriously honestly even if it hadn't been for fucking horrible shit happening in ukraine i would not have expected this game to come out this year regardless just considering you know that franchise and that yeah. developer and all that stuff. But like, yeah, given the current circumstances, I bring me that game when it is possible to do so. Yeah, I, I'm I, perfectly happy to wait. I, I think, uh, That's a on here. I, I want to say, wasn't it delayed to like December, even before the invasion? I believe so. It was definitely not going to be an early this year thing. I believe that was the case. And then, uh, definitely now it is. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot they straight up moved development of that game to Prague uh, because of the conflict. Yeah. So presumably they have kind of gotten resettled and are back to work. But yeah, if any, if any delay was understandable, this is the one. Uh, I was having trouble searching I, for this because of all the because <laughs> it's a big acronym. Hmm. Yeah. I you know unbelievably understanding. Yeah, of this one. I mean, we're uh, understanding of all these delays, obviously, but like, I mean, this is this is just real. I mean, what are you going to do? I yeah. have the most understanding for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other game I put on here is Arc Raiders, which I remain incredibly interested in. Uh huh. For a variety of reasons. Um, that's the it is the multiplayer PVE game from Embark and Nexon. Which is you against some giant ass robots, and I mean giant mm. robots with a bunch of wild physics and weird weapons. And how giant are they? And the graphics and physics are rad as hell. Man, this game still looks like it, it looks does so it, good. Like it shouldn't exist. Look at those fucking explosions. It looks like I'm watching. Okay, well, we're watching a trailer here, but when I'm as I'm watching it, it looks like I'm watching stuff from. What could be a Star Wars movie, like or, or yeah. at least early Star Wars movies? Totally, totally. Like, I mean, like Im- Im- Embark is like up there with like an id software or a Crytek in terms of just like pushing being tech, but pu- being a very proficient tech shop. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's why that's that's part of why I want to play this just to see what what they're putting together on the tech end. But also, man, it just look at those fucking robots. Yeah, it looks it looks this game looks this game looks awesome. And then the jump pad, like you fucking jump, hit a jump pad fifty feet in the air to throw a grenade down the the the, the blowhole. <laughs> these giant <laughs> these giant robot man, it looks so good. 
This looks cool. Uh, man. Is this your like, pick? I can understand if it is. In terms of like the games that I'm just like hot and heavy to play, <laughs> it might be this one. I th- but it, it being like a free-to-play game that'll presumably be supported for a very long time, I don't know, makes it weirdly somehow like more of a like, hey, take your time, you know, whenever mm. kind of thing, because you know you'll potentially be able to play it for a very long time if you want. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I guess the spirit of the category, though, is just like, mm. what is the thing you most want to play? So that Arc Raiders had a 2022 date at some point? Yes. Man. Yes. Blown my mind. Oh yeah, yeah coming twenty coming, coming yeah. twenty twenty two at the end of the wow. reveal trailer. Okay, so they have not updated their dates yet. Just twenty twenty three at this point. I believe I believe it's just twenty twenty three at the moment. That game looks rad as hell. Yeah, you know, like you you pulling up that trailer <laughs> if if you're listening to the audio version of this and don't know Arc Raiders, go pull up the reveal trailer. It looks so goddamn cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And in, in in the. In the context of me not actually saying like, "Hey, hurry it up" or anything, uh-huh, like, of course. I guess that goes that goes for all of these. I actually am going to go with our creators because Zelda and Starfield are, to some degree, known quantities, and and that shit looks like something I have not seen before. <laughs> so, game we most wish had come out this year. Obviously, understanding of all the delays and the reasons for yes. them, uh, we have Arc Raiders for Brad, Kerbal Space Program Two for me, Vinny. And Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp for Alex. Can't wait to get our hands on these games when they are good and ready to be shipped. Uh, hopefully, hopefully A, when they're ready, and B, soon. All right, we're going to move on to our big one here. We're mm-hmm. moving on to the top 10 games of 2022. Are you guys ready for this? I mean, should we take a break first? We're definitely we going to take a break. Okay. Uh, before then we yes, I am. list them off. <laughs> Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with our top 10 of 2022 in just a moment. Stick around. This week's show is brought to you by Rocket Money. Brad Shoemaker, Alex Navarro. I bet you guys have subscriptions. I had a lot of subscriptions. I had too many subscriptions, and at a certain point, I had to drill down. I had to, I had to focus. I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore. You had to take time out of your day. My busy schedule. Your time, which is worth more than anything, to find those subscriptions and cancel. Brad Shoemaker, do you live a subscription lifestyle? I am just a walking monthly bill at this point. <laughs> it's the world we live in. If you need help, boy, guys, I got some uh, I got some news for you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, when in reality, the number is closer to 200 My God. What are we even doing? With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com slash nextlander, rocketmoney.com. 
nextlandpodcast.com slash nextland. Thanks, Rocket Money. All right, we are now in it. Those are the most insidious time sinks and the game we uh, most wish had come out this year. And we are now moving on to the top 10 games of 2022. We've talked a lot about games so far over the, over mm-hmm. the last uh, episode in this one. Yes, over the last year, over the last 20 years. <laughs> yes. Anyway. There have been a lot of video games. These are the picks we have pulled for 2022 in so far, unless something gets added to the bottom, alphabetical order. Here we go. Atari 50, the anniversary collection, Citizen Sleeper, Cult of the Lamb, Dorf Romantic, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Grounded, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, Neon White, Norco, Pentiment, Spider Heck, Splatoon 3, The Callisto Protocol, The Quarry, Trombone Champ, Tunic, Tunic, Vampire Survivors, and Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. We got an extra tunic on here. I'm just gonna Doing a great games. job of uh, whittling these down. Uh, the game's so nice, they listed it twice. Uh, those are, that's the big list. Not obviously in any order yet except alphabetical. We've got to get this down to 10 in an ordered fashion. I mean, we don't have to. We don't to. have to. That's the goal. That's the goal. Hang on. I'm going to do something real quick okay. here. I'm just going to add one thing. I'm going to add Marvel nice. Snap, uh, and then I'm going to delete okay. Marvel Snap. Okay. There, Alex I did has it. deleted the first game. Marvel Snap is now out of the running for game of the year. It's on my top 10 list, and uh, <laughs> I begrudge its existence. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, we talked a lot about all of these games. Let's say one we didn't talk a lot about is Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb, a fun game where you are running uh, uh, kind of a dark humor, let's say, dark comedy of a of a uh, uh, cult simulation, but with little animals, and you're serving your dark god, and you're trying to keep them, keep them fed. It's part... Um, Binding. I'd say this is not a game that is particularly sensitive no. to the aspect of cults and, you know, cult behavior and is more of just a big goof on the concept. Yes, uh, it is part um, part roguelike, part kind of Binding of Isaac and part uh, town management. Yes. I, neither of those get too, too deep uh, in, in them, but they are fun. I enjoyed it. I finished that one. I think it does. I think it does every one of its things pretty well. Yeah. None of it is, like, spectacular, but it is a game that I was motivated to finish this year, and I think the the combination of those various systems all kind of working together is a big part of what propelled me through it, and it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's got a good art style, it's got good music, like, I, don't, I, I think it's a pretty well-rounded package, it's just that, unfortunately, some of the console versions had bugs, uh, PC version had a few as well, but not as bad as the console versions. Yeah, did we know how well they got cleaned up? It, it got clean. I think they they did. They ironed yeah. most of it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because there were there were some pretty bad like simulation bugs in there with just parts of the town management stuff just breaking and not working right. Yeah. I ran into um I ran into two kind of uh, save stopping bugs that got patched out and I was able to move on. So uh, it seemed like they were on top of it. I don't know for sure if it's all fixed, but at least my stuff got fixed up, and uh, I liked it. I really liked it. Uh. Anything else we haven't really talked about here at all? 
I don't we, know, Dwarf Romantic came out of early access this year. It did. It did. It did. I did not start playing it until this year when it did come out. Um, it is a re- like this is one that I almost put on the time suck one, but there's nothing insidious about Dwarf Romantic. It is one of the most chill games I've played this year. It is just a little puzzle game where you are connecting terrain to you know their objectives of like hey get x number of trees here or connect to x number of houses and every tile is sort of a randomized collection of the various types of terrain that you can connect and it's just a game you just kind of cool out and just plug away at just like place and stuff it's really nice i haven't played it since it hit 1.0 i played it in early access i think it was mostly there then but it was like like that game is so chill that I kept waiting for it to introduce something else. I was like, wait, is that really all you're going to ask of me? I can <laughs> kind of just do this? Yeah. Like, hang on. When am I going to get to the point where you're not going to let me place a tile like that or whatever, you know? And it's just like, I mean, they do score you, but it's so chill that it's kind of just like, hey, you just kind of build your little scene however you want. Yeah. And I guess we'll, and I guess we'll slap a score on there. It's cool. Like, it is a leaderboard game, but I can tell you right now, I have never looked at the leaderboards. The only thing I care about is beating my own personal scores. Yeah, it's it's neat. I mean, it's a trifle. Yes. Like, it's 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 pretty light. But a uh, wonderful one. But it's but it's very chill and and pleasant. It's yeah. a pleasant game. Good vibes. I saw something getting added to this list. I threw Stray oh, yeah. on here. Stray's back on. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Stray. Um... Um, well, some other ones we haven't talked much about. Oh, uh, we've kind of gone into most of these. Yeah, I feel like I we haven't talked that much about Neon White, really. Not a ton. No, Neon Neon White is a, uh, I think Alex, you described it best as a leaderboard chaser. It's got this kind mm-hmm. of, um, almost, almost, um, visual novel story side where you're kind of going through with your character and, uh, you have relationship stuff where you're giving gifts to people, but the gameplay side is where you are doing time trial or time-based runs that are very fast uh, through levels that involve you playing weapon cards to navigate and kill enemies, or navigate the environment and kill enemies. So there's usually like an alt to each card. If you can shoot something, it might also explode, or um, I don't know, what are some better examples? Uh, You can fire the machine gun and shoot a... um, kind of a, a detonation that'll blow you up uh there's a stomp like one of them's just a jump i can't remember oh yeah is it the pistol? i think the pistol is just the elevates it's just the yeah like the cards are basically how you equip the weapons but it is a first person shooter slash parkour yeah thing at its core you i mean you're definitely having to aim and shoot it's neat um yeah it, it's very it's very unique like i can't think of anything that has quite blended these aspects before it it um, played much better than it showed for me. Like I wasn't I, sure how this was gonna go. Yeah, like I didn't know what to make of when they first announced it and said it had cards in it. I was like, so it's first. I mean, so it's turn based, yeah. really? Because like you hear cards, you just assume turn based, even though it sure as hell doesn't look like it. But sure enough, you, I mean, you get your hands on it. It is very much a first person obstacle course puzzle game, really. I mean, super fast paced. Uh, and you, but you have to optimize yourself because you only get so many cards, and so you have to figure out the best way to get through stuff without running out of cards. And also, um, cards swap out, and they and they move. They'll give you uh, order priority when you're you know running through. So you kind of have to kind of think about your path through the game a little bit, which is yeah. it's it's very cool. Neon White is cool. It is is almost certainly going to be in my top ten. Yeah, this is going to be 
not fun to winnow down. Uh, I don't really know where. To, I'm going to have a blast. I don't know about I you. I don't know where to. Hey, let me do this. I'm going to start with a game that I think should be on this list. Okay. And it's going to be Elden Ring. I'm, I think Elden Ring should be on this I'm list. I'm just going to bold I think, I Elden think that's, Ring. I think that's a safe bet. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe we should just like throw out some stuff we think should definitely be on there yeah. and see where we're at. Okay. Okay, like I think Atari 50 absolutely should be on there. I absolutely I can agree with that. that. Absolutely can accept that. I think Norco should be on here. I agree with that. All right. Hmm. Uh, I think... <laughs> the fact that I don't immediately have another game to go to. Grounded. Grounded should be on here, Gr- yep. Grounded, absolutely. I think... Uh, I'm gonna say, what is my... I would go to bat for here. I think Horizon should be on here. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna... Hmm. Uh-oh. Okay. okay. I mean, no, we, we yeah, can yeah. definitely. That's what, we can like. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. None of this is locked in. Uh, there's always a chance, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't like the crowd reaction on that mm. one. Okay. Um, the quarry. I like the quarry. Interesting. Okay. I think I think that the quarry is pretty high up for me. Alice, you want to? Want to? Seems like we're just going around. So you want to go? Vampire for survivors, baby. Okay. Yeah, none of this has to be binding, but I mean, no. if we're just trying to see who likes what the most, like the stuff that doesn't get picked here early on is probably more uh, subject What to are cut. the pick-me games is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, this is probably going to be a personal one. I really like God of War Ragnarok. I would put it on a list. Hmm. Hey, I don't like any of your picks anymore. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Like, I really think Tunic should be in a top 10 list, even though I didn't finish Tunic. Like, I fell off of it because there were parts of it that I just didn't mesh with super well. Let's but consider th- for now. But I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff that it does well is, like, so, so damn cool. Let's keep it on here. For I now. was going to pick Tunic. That's the next. Thing. All right. Uh, I, I, might, I might take one more stab at finishing that over the break. Like, I feel like I should at least see the end. Pendiment. Okay. Uh, I would put Citizen Sleeper on this list. I, that would have been my next one if if we gotten back around. I to was going to so, Citizen absolutely. Sleep or Spider Hack, and I, I'm going to go. Uh, I could go either, but I'm just going to go Citizen Sleeper for now. Okay. I think one more round, and then we probably have at least the ones that we're going to have to debate. Yeah. So you got um, that one, Brad. What do you got? I mean, I think Neon White should probably be in there. I like Callisto Protocol despite its issues. Um, hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like Stray quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You do. Jeez, I don't know. It's we're we're definitely in the harder zone. Hmm. Stray. Stray's great. I'll say Stray. All right. Uh, all right. I'm just going to... Well, I got one more. Oh, sorry, Alex. I was going to steal yours and just put Spider-Hack. I mean, that's what you're going to pick, right? No. Okay. If you want to if you want to pick Spider-Hack and I'll take Citizen Sleeper, you're welcome to do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that deal with you. We'll go. Okay, listen. We'll, let's, we'll, let's yeah, not. we can keep going. Let's we'll keep Mine going. was going to be Immortality. Okay. 
Uh, immortality, and I will. Um, I'm going to pick Spider Hack. Okay. Okay. Brad, uh, I think. Do you want? Well, is that? Um, I don't want to. I think I started, didn't I? I started with Elden Ring, so we should probably end on you again, Alex. So, Brad, if you want to. Well, this this is all just kind of taking the temperature here. Okay. Like, this this is this is more for saying like what do we okay don't, by by being positive what don't we feel that great about like okay dark tide trombone champs platoon three and dwarf romantic can probably go i think that's all correct is is the type of thing i mean yep once you not i I, would, I mean i personally i would put trombone trombone champ in here mm-hmm. i don't think it's actually going to make it one of the best out of left field things from this year I think it's. I didn't even play that much of it, but I sure did enjoy watching YouTube. I mean, or Twitch or Twitter videos of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have, again have not played it. I, I think Dark Tide is very cool, but I they need to add more, and I need to play more of it to say that 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 game is a slow burn. Yes, I. It was. It was kind of. It was kind of barely finished when they got it out, and it's right at the end of the year. So that's that game's going to take some time to really shape up. Uh, what was the third one? Um, I Splatoon three. I, I Splatoon three is like the most I've fun I've had with a Splatoon. I don't know why because it doesn't feel that fundamentally different from the other two. It's just really well fine tuned. Like it is, it, they they've taken the things that are good about that game and they have just like honed them over the various sequels. Yeah, and like doing the tournament we did and getting Abby on, like yeah, it was very serious about Splatoon. Like it's that. great Splatoon, but better than two, I think. It is. It is more of that. I don't think Dorf Romantic stays on here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's cool. Nice it soundtrack. is cool. I listen to the soundtrack periodically. Mm. Hmm. Hopefully, I'm really going to make it. I don't like. There feels like there's a there's a real jack of all trades, so, master of none kind of thing going on. So I haven't made a personal list yet it might make it on mine i'm not sure yet but i don't know if it'll make it on this list here though a lot of the games on here i think will make my personal list honestly like would i take hold of the lamb over immortality no probably not would i take it over anything else that's highlighted here i haven't played a ton of vampire survivors I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. if i'm the one pushing for it i don't know if alex you're gonna push for it to stay on here i don't know if i have it alex yeah i think i can't make the argument for that one like again i'll have to rethink it for my personal list uh but i think these other games are much more significant for me at least i would agree with that take it off like to me that and mario and rabbits actually occupy a very similar space of this is a game I really liked, and I liked it enough to, you know, to finish it, but I can't say that it is a thing that is like, this is the standout game of this year. Mm-hmm. Like, Cult of the Lamb was a lot of fun. It was it had some interesting ideas. It did a lot of things fairly well. Rabbids is like, they made a better sequel to that first game. They, they changed up the gameplay some interesting ways. It runs a little long for what they have, but it doesn't fall off a difficulty cliff the way the first game did. So I feel like they did make some pretty significant strides, but it is also another Mario and Rabbids game that is just well-made. Mm. I, I have to give them credit. They did more than I expected they would in terms yes. of evolving or changing up the formula. I expected it to be a lot closer to the original 
than it was. And I, I think mean, the changes they made were all good. Like I they mean, were this, all smart. They straight up overhauled the movement, the character movement like that. Yeah. That is the kind of like fundamental part of the formula that I assumed was just kind of written in stone. So they, that, yeah, but yes, I'm also kind of with you. That game, that game is very cool, but I think it just loses some impact by being a sequel. And that first one was just kind of weird. And this one is a little more known. Yeah. I, I still want to play it, but I fell off of it and you know, I, I never finished it. Like something about it just, well, it's it, worth finishing. It, it's fun. Yeah. I think pretty much to the end. It's just, I did like the first game. It does run a little long. It feels like a game that I will go back to when I, when I travel. Um, all right. We got well, we got two here that haven't been bolded yet. We have two game here. Cops are, the game cops are on their way. Game cops mm-hmm. are coming. We've got Neon White not bolded and the Callisto Protocol not bolded. Both of these games feel like they should be on a list. It's, you think so? I don't, I don't know. It's like... I don't know, man. Callisto Protocol feels like it belongs on a list. I don't know if it's this one. I like Callisto Protocol. Yeah, despite its issues, I also do... I wish I did, but I really didn't like. And I mean, again, I have not played since they did that big update. But uh, like, I found it really off-putting. Okay, I mean, I totally understand that as well. I, I I did as well, but I saw it as a challenge to be mastered. Like, I, I was like, "All right, fuck you, game!" Like, you you seem weird and punitive, and I'm not putting up with this shit. The, like, I I had to keep pushing forward and see, like, okay, can I get my head around this? And then once I did, I started enjoying it. There is a point in Calypso Protocol where I messaged Brad or talked to Brad and said, I think this is the worst encounter I may have ever played in a recent memory <laughs> of the game. I, I remember this. I definitely also had two or three of those. Um, those, those ironically, would be better with these balance changes they've made. I bet. Somewhat. I bet. Somewhat. Just being able to switch weapons without instantly dying would or, be Or fine. heal yeah. faster. Um, on the other hand, some of those were also like, oh my god, this is terrible, and then I was like, oh wait, I should be using the grip to just throw these enemies off yeah, the side. Yeah, like the tram. Like so some of those I had to think my way through a little bit, like that very first one with the giant gears or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is not a perfect game by any means. It went from like it went from being like a top three or four game to me to like bottom end of the top ten by the time I finished it. There's not enough variety in a lot of the stuff yeah. too. Um, they make pretty good on the upgrades, though they're meaningful, and, and, the, yeah. and that that feels good. That especially yeah. the health upgrades you get, you definitely feel it when you cash some of the upgrades in. And getting that suit, doubling your health, or doubling doubling your inventory, and giving you that big yeah. health upgrade all at once was like a real like man. I have been, <laughs> I have been putting up with some shit. This feels really good. I feel like they could have um, the story is kind of well-worn territory like this yeah not too much lack there of, lack of payoff in the story is a big part of why it fell down the list for me especially if you're trying like to I, distance yourself a little bit from dead space it really also yeah. feels very in the universe especially for you know they, they got some fairly well-known and capable actors for that thing like i really wish they had there had been a little more material at the end for both for them to sink their teeth into and yeah. also just like i just needed a little more payoff I don't know if I'm looking at this list and I don't know if there's anything I would swap it out with that's already bolded. Yeah. I mean, I mean like half of the stuff I would swap out for it, but I mean, it's not just my list, obviously. Yeah. The only one that like the, the lowest on here are vampire survivor survivors and maybe immortality maybe stray for me, but like 
I think those games are still maybe those. I think those might even be better than Callisto Protocol, and those are. The, I mean, Vampire Survivors. I haven't put enough time into. I can tell you what I'd rather play. <laughs> Callisto Protocol. No. Uh, and same with Neon White. Like Neon White's a hell of a game. Yeah, that's a that's another super fun one. Uh, wanted to finish it up. It's fast, entertaining. I also don't know if I would swap it out here, though. When it comes to my top ten list, I might feel differently. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, both of those games will definitely be in a top ten for me. Any theoretical top ten, yeah, Neon White and Callisto Protocol would both be in there. Yeah. Uh, but like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't include Norco or Citizen Sleeper or mm. God of War. Okay. that so clearly different priorities here yeah yeah i don't know yeah just don't know i just don't know top collective top tens perhaps <laughs> are dumb they're, they're challenging they're definitely are, they're definitely hard to do are, are sometimes they just end up feeling so arbitrary but anyway um should we knock them off for the sake of things that we felt strongly about should be bolded? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I would take those two games over half of what's on this list, but I don't, I'm don't. i not going to go to the mat for it. Um, there does have to be a certain amount of mat going in order to get here. Yeah, hmm. I mean, listen, I'm open, to, I'm open to unbolding if there's something you feel strongly about. No, uh, most of the stuff that I'm not passionate about is stuff that is clearly like high on the list for one or both of you mm-hmm. like i said it's like norco and citizen sleeper and god of war i think everything else on here but those i've got at least some amount of like yes that should be here maybe or maybe not horizon i'm not sure mm. um Stuff that I definitely think should be here. Atari 50, Elden Ring, Grounded. Uh, the Quarry, Tunic, Vampire Survivors. <sighs> definitely definitely see the arguments for Pentiment. Uh, immortality. Like, God of War, Horizon, I could take or leave. Like, I could see those being on there. I really like those. I mean, if... Um you know, once we get into the sorting, they will probably not be on the top half of my list, but I, I really like those games. I think they're very well done for different reasons. And God of War, like I said, I like the 2018 one better. It doesn't mean that I don't like the 2022 one, um, but it is, you know, it's it's going to be on my personal list somewhere. Uh, mm. Same with Horizon. But I think all of these things that are bolded could be, again, not Vampire Survivors because I haven't played it. Um, could be on my personal list. I, how have you not played Vampire? I know. Yet? I know. What I are know. you doing? Pass. I know. It's like made for you. I know. It's also five dollars. <laughs> um, you know, immortality. I really like, but I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't love it. Hmm. It's one that I had to fight to decide whether it was on my top ten or not. Mm-hmm. I think it is, but I had to think long and hard about okay. it. Okay, if if that one is that provisional, then I think we should probably cut that one. Because <sighs> I, f- I definitely feel like... But I might Neon take that White over Callisto Protocol is the thing. Like, What about Neon White? That's another one that pr- <clears throat> I could also have on my that's top. 
I would take immortality over both of those personally. Right. But also, but you're also saying like none of us are, is, is, are even like a lock for that to be in a personal top 10. So like it will I, be in my top 10, I, but like I had to spend a while thinking about well, it. Well, that's what I'm there. saying. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If like, if you're the only one that barely even put it in there, I'm like, let's say I'm fully in the tank for neon white or something, then it would, it would not hurt me to not have it on this top 10 list. I think I think Neon White is very good and probably deserves to be recognized. Yeah. For 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 how well crafted it is and and how I keep saying it feels very clever and original and I'm waiting for somebody to be like, "No, it's there's totally eight other of these games that you've never heard of." I I, I still think but, it's going to get axed in favor of other things but, is but the it, thing. It feels like something I have not seen exactly before. I think I think I might have enjoyed my time with Neon White more than I enjoyed my time with Immortality overall. Like, yeah. I, I think I appreciate what Immortality is doing, but I think entertainment-wise, I think I might have enjoyed... If Immortality had just done a couple of things differently, narratively, I think I would have enjoyed Immortality. And that could have just been my experience since it's so nonlinear. Um, but I think I enjoyed my time with Neon White more than Immortality. It's a tough it, one. I, I, like, I, I like what Immortality is doing. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter to the discussion, but I, I extra like the fact that Neon White came from the person who made Donut County. I mean, that's just weird. <laughs> like, like the, those games could not be more different. Yeah, uh, which is pretty awesome. Oh man. Um, yeah. Do, so wait, do we want to cut Callisto? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it'll be in my top ten. But if you're not, if you're not. If you don't feel strongly about it, then I'm not going to argue it onto here. I like it. It's it's like too flawed almost just for me at this point. Yeah, I mean, I I felt I felt fairly I felt a bit let down at the end of it. Yeah, I like compared to these other games that came out swinging. Like I like Callisto Protocol, but it's almost a begrudging like for it. Um, I just mm-hmm. I just fucking need more big budget space horror. God damn it. Yeah, like, but I would say yeah, you're gonna get it. The um thing about Callisto that almost is it's a good thing but it's almost a knock against it that they patched out such a such a drastic gameplay change is 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 kind of telling of where that game was when it came out and in terms yeah of it's testing. definitely rough and I, i'm not gonna say it feels incomplete but like just just for there to be nothing after you finish that game but to dump you back to the title screen with no follow-up of any kind just feels a little weird yeah not optimal a little it's a little bare bones yeah fine we can cut it I'm, i think that's that's a cut i'm okay with and just in terms of the that game um how many games do we have on here? It's not numbered three six nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen games on here Okay, that's doable. We can do this. So we have to get rid of five games on here. Let's. All right. This is not the sign. I don't want to get into the scientific way, but should we unbold everything at this point and start again looking up anew? Because I feel like I almost just want to bold neon white. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> poor neon white. It's yeah. kind of getting short shrift here. Um, Let's unbold it all. Yeah. So, okay. We have. We have. The games we have here are Atari 50, Citizen Sleeper, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Grounded, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, Neon White, Norco, Pentiment, Spider Heck, Stray, The Quarry, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Hey, hang on. I'm going to make one quick tweak here. Okay. (laughs) 
Brad has changed it to the top 15 games of 2022. Unordered. You can't no do particular this. order. Unordered. You can't do Here this. Here is your top 15 games. You cannot do this. Our unordered list, and we are done. What a year. What a season. Um, yeah, these are great 15 games here. Do we do the bold thing again and see where we I end up? Know. I don't know either. All right, here's here's a question I'll put to you guys. Yep. Of the games that are on this list. Yeah. And I understand maybe you have not finalized your top 10 lists at this point. Uh-huh. So, you know, if, if that is the case, so be it. What do you think is in your top three that's currently on here right now? In my top, top three, three, well, I haven't I haven't done my list yet, but uh, Elden Ring will be in my top Ballpark three. Ballpark it. It doesn't. This is not binding. Yeah. Uh, Elden Ring will be in my top three for sure. Okay. Uh, what else? Um, my top three. Norco, I think, would be in my top three. Mm-hmm. I really like Norco. Horizon make my top three. Mm. I'm going to say no. <laughs> if you're having to think this hard about it, well, then that, that, that was that was just based on me being surprised that you would even consider it for your top three. That seemed yeah. That seems that seems very middle of the pack based on what you've said about it. But I mean, I, I really like it. It's I don't know if it's doing anything exceptionally uh, uh new that would push it up there i'm trying to think atari will be on my list somewhere spider heck will most likely be on my list somewhere you know tunic might might be on my list might not like wow i really like that game but i got really i got kind of angry towards the end of that game with with some <laughs> of the stuff it did yeah um Grounded will be on my list. Yeah, I mean, if if we're running this exercise, I can just say very quickly, like, top three for me could be any one of Atari 50, Grounded, The Quarry, mm. Vampire Survivors, mm-hmm. probably. It's weird to say that, like, on some level, I like Horizon and Tunic enough to put them there, but I also there are things about them I don't like enough that they're kind of... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I see the Very word tunic. And I, go, yeah. I go, I go, fucking yeah, tunic, right? And then I, but then yeah, you know. Alex, what what would you what would be on your? T- I think I think you've said your top already. I think I have. I mean, look, Vampire Survivors is number four with a bullet, uh, so you know it is what it is. But I think my top three is Citizen Sleeper, Norco, Pentiment. Not in that order, but okay. those three are in there. <laughs> okay. Let me uh, let me throw this out for some cuts. See what you guys okay. think. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Immortality and Spider Hack. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I like Spider Hack a lot, but it probably doesn't actually make my top ten. Okay. Yeah, I also like Spider Hack a lot, but I haven't played it outside of. Honestly, our streams are kind of my only venue to play it. That's a game that might make my top 10, but um, I, I'm not sure it's going to stick on this one. And I think Immortality is like my number 10, so it probably doesn't 
rank here if there isn't anyone else like pushing for it. I respect it a lot. I didn't actually. I mean, I didn't hate. Pl- I started to say it. I started to say I respected it. I didn't enjoy playing it. That sounds way too harsh. Like mm. I did enjoy playing it, but but you could have enjoyed it more. Um, I made. No, no, we don't need to go through all these games, but I made the mistake of going through it, unlocking too many clips too fast. Like I was just like, oh man, I just this is a crazy mechanic. Like mm-hmm. just this kind of game of film telephone, you know, object to mm-hmm. object. Like I'm just going to go clicking like crazy, and the next thing I knew, I had like fifty or sixty clips open. And had done no actual thinking about how any of them related to each other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it turned out to be a terrible way to play that game. Because then I was like, it's like, I don't know where to start with all the stuff I've got now. You know what I mean? Like working my way back through it and making sense of what I had kind of mostly ignored was, was pretty, it was kind of overwhelming. Like I, I really felt like I should have been more disciplined and like kind of tried to think about what I was doing from the beginning. Right. I guess I, I guess I I guess I could have wiped my save and started over now that I think about it. That didn't even occur to me. Um It is very clever and interesting and unique. But I'm I'm fine it's losing not here. it. I'm fine losing it if you guys are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I'm fine with it. Um So now we only have three more to to peel out. Oh boy. Um, there are some games on here that I can't make the decision for because they're not games I would put on this top 10 list but you guys feel much more strongly about them yeah like that's where I'm at with with Norco and Citizen Sleeper as well like maybe we should figure out what are the games that we all think should be here I think we all agree Atari 50 should be on here. Okay. I think Atari right. 50 should be on here. Yeah. All right. I can get behind so, that. Sort of bolding. I think we, I think we all agree that Vampire Survivors should be on here. Yes, for sure. I agree as a site that that should be on this list. It's not maybe not my personal one, but I agree. And I think we all agree that Elden Ring should be on here. I agree. Yes. Elden Ring should be on here. I'd like to think we all agree that Norco should be on here, but I'm not going to. I I would like to hear that from other people. I mean, I, I have nothing against it. I just didn't play that much of it. Yeah, I would second the motion, but I understand <clears throat> that I don't think it's a unanimous uh, hands yeah. go up immediately. What about Grounded? I I really like Grounded. Um, you know, I'm okay with that being on my personal list if we want to cut that because um, it, I've just put a ton of time into it personally. And I, it narrowly missed my list, but I think that it is rad, and the time we spent together playing it was rad, so I would more than welcome it being on the final top ten if it came down to yeah, it. Yeah, I don't feel super strongly about it being on the site top ten list. Like Again, it'll be on my personal one, so if it, if it goes, I'm, I'm not going to shed too many tears in terms of, like, everybody has to go play Grounded. Um to, to be clear, I asked that in the sense that, like, we all agree Grounded should be here, right? Uh, like, I, I thought that one was a lock, honestly. I, like, again, I, I'm I'm pretty hot on it, so... Uh, yes, as, as am I. I think that's, like, it's one of the more successful games of the year in terms of what it's trying to do. Um, hmm. God of War? Again. That's one I I like, and I don't think I don't think it's gonna get the love. If you guys don't want it on here, I I think that genuinely is a very good game that uh, has pretty good appeal. Uh, but 
you know, as a did not do it for as me. a site list. I mean, I don't. You guys weren't too hot on the original God of War or 2018 as well, right? Like, uh, I mean, I, I I liked it fine, but I didn't finish it. Yeah, got a good yeah, reason to it and kind of burned out on it. I I would say that for me, I was more invested in Horizon than I was God of War this year. Uh, but also, I mean, it doesn't have to be either or. It's just that neither of those games really hit for me, and I so I don't have a strong push for either of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I would if if I had to pick, which obviously it's not necessarily a binary choice, but I would definitely take Horizon. Yeah, Horizon's probably going to be higher on my list. Um, okay, but um, you know, it's I still think God of War could I could see God of War on this list easily. Like it's it it wouldn't be out of place on this list. I think the quarry's uh, very good. I, that's what I was about to ask about. Does anybody think Quarry doesn't deserve to be here? I'm not sure that it ranks that high for me. I do really like it, and I do think it is by far the most successful thing Supermassive has put together since Until Dawn. But I just, I think for me, it's like, it's a really fun, cool thing. It is not a, this is one of my favorite things I played all year. It'll probably make my list. I don't know. I was going to say that I'm going to have 15 things that'll probably make my list. It's yeah. Um, there, yeah. There, there was a point coming out of those streams when I started playing it myself. I was like, well, fucking the quarry is my game of the year. Mm. <laughs> like that, that has maybe cooled a little bit. It's a great but, game, but I was, it's definitely up there for me. I don't think stray. I don't know if stray is going to make my list. I know, but Brad, I know you really like it. Um, it's yeah, how do you how do you feel about it alex i think the thing i'm running into is that i feel like it should have made my list and the fact that i'm questioning it makes me think that i just i think i think i like a lot of the trimmings of that game i think the game part is pretty slight that's kind of exactly where I'm at with it, actually. Yeah. I just I just like those trimmings enough that it's up there. The trimmings are really good. Like, I've really just kind of marinated in some of those environments. I've really enjoyed just roaming around and looking at all that stuff. I, yeah, I, th- I think the video game part of it is, like, average at best, I think. Yeah, it's solid. It, it does the job. Yeah, I yeah, guess I, I could go either way on it. I mean, like, the things I like about it are very particular. I mean, if they had just gotten those cats together at the end, you know, this might be a different conversation. I think some of the stealth stuff I didn't didn't love. I mean, yeah. I guess the mechanical stuff. In God, it. I actually, I had to, I just did that trapping the drones in the jail cells stuff last night when I finished. Not my it, favorite, and that part was not great. Yeah. Um. But but there it's it's unique. It's novel. Like I mm-hmm. I want to celebrate that part of it. It's not. Not your big old, you know, burly dude with a gun run around game or big open world collect-a-thon. So I, I, I like those parts of it. Hmm. What are we down to? 1, 2, 3, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. All right. Mm-hmm. Three to take off. Okay. Is this a, do we go around and see which three we'd take off? Mm. How okay? I'm I'm gonna propose. I'm gonna get another proposal out here. Okay, I've got two. Okay, 
because I think they I think they might have the least support overall here. God of War mm-hmm. and Stray. I do think those have the least amount of support at this point. We haven't mm. talked too much about Tunic. Do you guys do you guys feel strongly about having Tunic on, or does it feel weird to not have Tunic on? It kind of does. Because I'm kind of with you, and it feels weird to not have it on. Like, Tunic is another one like Stray, where I don't think it's perfect by any means, or there are issues with it, but some of what it's doing is so cool. Yes. I, I, that, it's one of those things where I, like, 80% of my time yeah. with Tunic, I kind of loved it, and then 20% was frustrating to me. Uh, yeah, sure. Some of the some of the battles were very frustrating. Some of the puzzles were very frustrating. But it does feel weird to cut it. It feels more weird. It, in some way, for me, it feels more weird to cut tunic than to cut God of War. Huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I could. I could be okay with losing those. If if you guys are not into Stray, then it probably doesn't belong. I like Stray. I I did like it a lot. I did enjoy my time with it, but I can't tell you that I've thought that much about it since I finished it. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I kind of did hope for a tad bit more at the end. I liked the ending, but... um, Yeah, I I could see God of War and Stray going. Yeah. God of of War... Let me say this about God of War. God of War 2018... Let me say something. Let me, about let me say God something. I think God of War 2018 might be my number one game from that from uh, 2018. I think it is actually in my top ten list, or is number one on my list. I'd have to go double mm-hmm. check, but I'm pretty sure it's it's. Yeah, there. it was. Um, and I think God of War Ragnarok is a very very good one, and I've said this before, but I do think it just misses some of the novelty of God of War 2018. And I think that went a long way for me in Kratos in that new new realm. It does a lot of great things with the story. I had a rougher start with it than I did the original 2018, but by the end I had come around and I, I was way into what what they were selling in the combat. It's a little, it's a little, um, I think weighs itself down a little bit by building on what 2018 did very quickly and giving you a lot very soon in that game of upgrades and mechanics and um, weapon choices and, and uh, accessories. So while I think it's, a very good game and will be on my top 10 list. It probably will be near the bottom just in terms of, Hey, you did a fantastic version and follow up to the 2018 God of war. Whereas some of these other games I think are doing more novel and unique things for me this year for, for the site list for at least. Sure. Uh, all right. That's my saying my goodbye to God of war. Okay. Okay. Listen, Mm -hmm. I know I only get one, Sony first party giant open world game on there, and I think it's going to be Horizon for me to uh, uh, go to bat for. Well, we have eleven now. It's almost the worst outcome because now we have to settle in the one that's not going to make it. Hmm. I mean, if I'm looking at this list mm-hmm. and it's just like a personal pick, I'm not going to peel Horizon off because I think you guys have a much stronger argument for that game. I think for me, Neon White is probably the weakest one on here for me. I didn't get as into it as other people did is the thing. Like, I I think it was a, it was a fair amount of fun. I don't have any of the sort of, like, anime leanings that, that that game's whole vibe is geared toward. And while I think it is really tightly made, I just did not get into that grind of, like, trying to beat other people's times or whatever. It just didn't hit for me that way. God, you had to remind me of the writing. It is a part of that game. 
some of some of the writing is like borderline off-putting. Mm. I mean, maybe that's the point. It is the point, I think. Maybe some, you know, some of those characters are supposed to be grating, I'm sure, but uh, I did not love all of that aspect of the game. They do make it very easy to just skip through it all, though. If you yes, want. they do. It's okay easy to script. It's not totally skippable. You fast forward. As somebody who has yeah. played it twice or played okay. the, I had to play the beginning part again because uh, I think I played it on Switch first and then I moved over to the PC. Yeah, I, I, I did the same. Um, I think, okay, so up in the air for me, I think I would put, I'd put Pentiment, Citizen Sleeper, Tunic, Neon White, and I'm not saying these are things to cut, I'm just saying like, I'm a little iffier on Vampire Survivors again, because I haven't played it. Um, I like Citizen Sleeper a lot. It's so, some parts of it I found a little grindy, where you're just trying to make money for the next thing, but it didn't bother me that much. These are, again, these are small nitpicks now that we're talking about trying to figure out one game. Mm-hmm. Um, Pentiment, I do have problems with the travel and how slow that game can be in terms of getting your ass around to go check every corner. I ran into a couple of non-logical, um, I wouldn't call them bugs, but things that seem like they should have triggered when they're not triggering. Like, hey, I've talked mm-hmm. to this person. You're not acknowledging it. Uh, but I, I like what it's going for. Kind of like what Citizen Sleeper is going for. I, I kind of appreciate what they're what they're pushing out there. Tunic, I think I've said already. Neon White, I, I really, it was entertaining. The gameplay part is fun. It's like a fun, fast uh roller coaster you know it's like a thrill ride roller coaster when you're in the uh, the the gameplay and that's hard for me to kind of just cut to to push out with some of the other stuff so yeah and it's just so tightly crafted you know like just those levels are so well put together to like kind of let you flow through them when you figure them out yeah so those those things i can say are small nitpicks from those other games the other things on here i have a harder time finding um thinking about them like the quarry i know the ending stuff was abrupt and didn't wrap up but i'm kind of used to that used to that with their games like they don't have to come together for me i just more enjoy the ride in most of those games even the even the lesser um uh uh, dark pictures ones i still just enjoy everything about them like i enjoy the ride you take and i know sometimes they fumble the endings on those games i'm just kind of used to where those go especially with the branching paths on them so uh the quarry's a little more solid for me okay. in there. Norco, I think, is just fantastic. Horizon. Okay, Nor- Norco sounds like a lock. I mean, I-, I have no real affection for it. I have nothing against it, but I'm going to star it because it sounds like you guys are... Norco's pretty special. Super on board. Um, um, out of everything you just rattled off, like I, Citizen Sleeper is the one I would be least sad to see go. Like, I would... I would I'd, I'd, liked pentiment more than i really didn't get into citizen sleeper much at all yeah i like citizen sleeper um the writing's very good it's it's different than it's not the same as norco they're very different games um Mm -hmm. like citizen sleeper has a much more i don't know um sprawling story let's say they both take place in kind of closed environments but citizen sleeper feels a little uh bigger than norco and yeah i i I, well not that it matters because i think norco is a lock i I definitely what i did play of both of those and and have seen of them like i think norco is a lot more interesting 
or more intriguing to me, like off the bat. Now, what do you guys think for, for, for taking off Alex? Do you have any other thing that you would, um, question being on here? No, neon white was the only one that I, I, I personally hit me. I mean, I think there's an argument, maybe not the quarry, but also I think I liked the quarry just a little bit better. Hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm staring at this gigantic Google Docs doc. Yes, it's very large. Um, My eyes are <laughs> starting to glaze over a little. Okay. We feel good about Tunic. We feel good about Grounded. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know you guys aren't totally in on Horizon. Sounds like there's room for the Quarry Citizen Sleeper and Neon White to shuffle around. Yes. I, I mean, I think Horizon absolutely rates a top 10 spot. Okay, I think if you two guys believe that, then it should be on there. I do believe it should be on there. Then I think that's I, fair. I wouldn't take it over a number of other things here, though. Like the quarry. Grounded. Um, hmm. Neon White probably belongs more than... I don't know. Horizon is so iterative and Neon White feels pretty original. I might. Okay. Man, I haven't finished Pentiment. Mm-hmm. It's the one I keep staring at on here. Because it's probably the one on here that's left that I have the most issue with in terms of sometimes I feel like I'm fighting my way to get through the game. Like it's the Interesting. one. It's the one that I like. I want I want to get the story. I want to see what happens. But every time I've sat down to play it, I get a little tired of the um checking in with everyone because i feel like i'm gonna miss something and we talked about this before where missing stuff can be part of the experience and the story and not trying for it i just it goes against my play style right like if i'm gonna because it's got a ticking clock in it right you have to move the day forward and a lot of time and there are windows in which you can do certain things so having to be like you can't do everything and you can't talk to everyone sometimes doesn't feel great and i understand that's the point uh but I, I find it, it is difficult. the point. It, I can I tell you that. Yes. It, I don't know. Um, I like what they're doing. I feel like I'm the only one that really loved that game. I might love it. I still have, I still probably have another. I'm very close. I think I would don't know. It's hard to tell with that game. Um, mm-hmm. It feels things are wrapping up. I, I feel like I'm in the third part of the last part. Uh, so, um, it's just hard for me to commit on those things. I still want to figure out what, um, for those who have played it, this is a spoiler anyway, but I'll just say I'm up to figuring out what the third painting is I need to do in the third part. Um, yes. To, to I'm, I, that's, that's just about where I am. To yeah. In that so, game. so like, um, and it's been interesting figuring out the, you know, the history of the town and all of that stuff. Um, but 
I don't know. I don't know. Like, if I were to take, if you were to ask me, Pentiment or Neon, Neon White, two totally different games that have nothing in common with each other. I don't know. That's just, that's just a dumb choice. It's just such a dumb <laughs> That's just the absurdity of the top ten. It's just so dumb. It is. Like what? But what would it be? Well, what would it be? <laughs> Which one would it be? I don't know. Neon White. That that gameplay in Neon White's fun. It really is quite well made. Tight. It's tight. But Vinny, would you take Pentiment or Citizen Sleeper? I'd probably take Citizen Sleeper over Pentiment. If okay. I if I were gonna rank them i at this point again i haven't finished pentiment but at this point citizen sleeper um i'd probably take citizen sleeper alex what would you take pentiment or citizen sleeper pentiment is i mean i'm literally i'm if it's my top 10 list is currently written down in this this text file it is norco pentiment citizen sleeper one two three interesting okay interesting but honestly like Citizen Sleeper and Pentiment are it's another like two B two A two B situation where it's like it's purely arbitrary. Like both those games kind of occupy the same space in my head. I I honestly think if Pentiment just had a faster way to get around like Citizen Sleeper, you can go see everything very quickly. There's there's no travel in it really. It's just kind of a menu mo- mostly. Um Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to cut Pentiment, but that's the one I keep looking at. Hmm. I also don't want to cut it, but I feel like it's not really even fair for me to choose between like that and Citizen Sleeper because I didn't get. I definitely played more Pentiment than Citizen Sleeper, but I, I don't know if I think Pentiment is more interesting. But but again, I don't know that I can really weigh in there effectively. Um. By the time I got to the end of Citizen Sleeper. Which I have finished. I have not quite finished Pentiment, but I it would take a pretty bad ending for me to actually sour on where I've the experience I've had with Pentiment. But I think there is an emotional journey in Citizen Sleeper that is really well rendered. And while there are a variety of different endings to that game, the one I got felt like the most natural and most like correct for the way I played my character throughout that story. And I did not feel like I had to do much cajoling to get there. Like, the game's pretty good at, like, messaging, like, hey, this is what this path leads to. This is what this could lead to. And it doesn't really f- try to juke you out too much. And, you know, I think my time on that station is something I still think back on pretty fondly in terms of, like, all the personalities I met, the things that happened in the in the story... Pentiment is is more, I think, to me, more about the overall complete work, whereas Citizen Sleeper is about the individual stories for me. Yeah. I mean, Pentiment's scale is very small. Yes. For that town. Citizen Sleeper, Sleeper feels broader. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I would hate to see Pentiment go, but I don't know what I would cut to keep it. I mean, I already said what I would cut to keep it, so I'm not going to keep harping on Neon it. Neon White? That's just my personal preference. Yeah. But I think you guys make completely compelling cases for why it should be on here. Mm. Yeah, it feels like it does deserve a spot. Hmm. 
Good cut horizon. I don't love it, but. Yeah, I mean, we could cut horizon again if we're doing the the site list. Like, um, I really like it. It is, it is more horizon. You know, it is yeah. it, it is a additional horizon. I think I think it is a better horizon in a lot of ways. It is. I, th- I think the 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 upgrade tree and all that stuff got actually a little too unwieldy. Too many bows. I kind of have a, many skills. Had a similar problem with God of War. Yeah, like stacked on top of something that was already pretty heavy duty. But I, I think yeah, in like terms we, of the you know narrative and the flow, I think it, I think it felt to me like a better horizon. Yeah, that, that's definitely what kept me going. I mean, I, I would hate to see it go here. That's not my choice. But I'm just trying to think of anything to do here. Like I want to celebrate what Pentiment is, and I do like it. <sighs> That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I also have found it somewhat plotting in spots. Yeah, but I but I also <laughs> agree that it's really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> feels like it deserves to be recognized. Ah, <sighs> like it, it feels weird to not have it on here, especially with Alex having it so high. Hmm. Um. You know. Yes. Yeah. I was guess maybe we cut Horizon. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't. It feels bad now that you're actually thinking about doing it. I, I mean, it's it's a game I really liked. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in that world. I think I think it's a good story. I think now now I'm now I'm staring at Horizon and Pentiment, and going hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, games that make you go, hmm. Uh, I just, I don't know what else to cut. I could cut Citizen Sleeper as well. Um, like, I mean, that would be my choice, but yeah. I just didn't think that was going to fly here. Um, like that, it, that is what I think. I also want to celebrate Citizen Sleeper. Like, I want that to be on this list. I think it is. I think it is a well, uh, well done game that transcends the genre. Like, I, I think it's. I think it's worth calling out on here, though. If I were ranking it, it would be it wouldn't be near the top of this list. You know, like it would be um, it would kind of move towards the bottom. Yeah. And like I said, I also don't know that my vote should count for that much there. All right, let's. uh, All right. How about this, Alex? Mm hmm. No, I know your answer. Okay. Forget it. Wait, you didn't even ask the question. I, I know your answer. I was going to say. Oh, well, I uh, want to know what my answer okay. was. And your answer is Horizon. You, if I said, if you were going to take Citizen Sleeper, Horizon, or Pentiment, which one would you get? I mean, go? yeah, you, you do, in fact, know the answer. Yeah, to that I know question. the answer. Okay, fair enough. Um, Brad, you would keep Horizon and you would cut Citizen Sleeper, right? And keep Pentiment? And keep Pentiment, yeah. Yes, yes. Of those three, I think Citizen Sleeper is what I would cut. Okay. Pentiment is just more out of left field in terms of the setting and the focus to me, or it's just, it's just something that you don't see very often in this space. Okay. Should we, should we stop here for a moment? Mm-hmm. We have 11 games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could stop here. We can take a break. Mm-hmm. Yes. We can come back. We can try and order these 11 games 
and see what winds up sure. at the bottom here. That's then, not the worst yeah. idea. And then, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're really grinding to a hole. Yeah, here. just yeah. Some, some other focus would be good. Yeah, let's, I agree. Let's take a break, and then we'll when we get to the bottom, we'll kind of see. We'll have a clearer view of how people feel about what's on this list. Um, sure. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to try and order this list, and we're going to try and get it to a ten games. A ten games. Here a ten go. games. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This week's show is brought to you by Bespoke Post. Alex Navarro, you know I love packages. I mean, I get them all the time. It's always an exciting time when a box arrives at your door. It is always an exciting time. Sometimes they open that box and it's from Bespoke Post. And inside that box, like this week, is a knife. It's a, a, you know, a thing I can use when I need to cut things. I think this one i this i've gotten more than a few knives from bespoke post are you trying this, to say that when you get a knife the thing you need to do with a knife is knife <laughs> i might have gotten around to said that in a shorter way i yes yeah all right uh, this one was a specifically uh fishing knife which means it's got uh, all the things you need to fillet a fish let's say or, or field dress a fish bespoke post puts together a box of awesome and things inside that box range from whiskey glasses which i've gotten i've gotten uh, incense things that I still have and use in my bathroom uh, and sometimes occasionally a knife uh, that'll go inside a kit that is themed because Alex Navarro you take a quiz at boxofawesome.com your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you they release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories and each box is valued at around $70 but you're only going to pay a fraction of that price. This is one of my favorite parts, Alex. With each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel at any time. To get 20% off your first monthly box, sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code NEXTLANDER at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code NEXTLANDER, for 20% off your first box. Boxofawesome.com, code NEXTLANDER. Thanks, Bespoke Post. All right, we are back, and it is time to sort these games. We have 11 games on here. We're going to try and get rid of one. Later. Later. But let's start by putting some of these games in an ordered list. An ordered list is, uh, so if we uh, go here and I just click this button here, uh huh, that's what whoa. I, whoa. Letters? What? Letters? What? My God. Okay. Nightmare. This is all gone awry. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Oh, did you have it? No. Oh, there. Nope. Uh huh. That's not quite. See, now we can before. have a, now we can have a ten point. Uh, what is happening? We can have a ten and a ten point one. Oh man, hang on. We've made a mess here. Of let me. Uh, I'm going to work with you here, Brad. Hang on, I got this. I think you just got separated from the top list. What is, uh huh. <laughs> what has happened to this Google uh -huh. Doc? Hang on. Okay. Something is wrong here. We're, uh, don't worry. If you're listening to this, we're having a couple of technical difficulties. Everything got letters next to it, but now. Is this oh well that's yeah, it's why part of I this think. top list we just got to I see here remove it okay Brad is working on some formatting there we go fantastic ordered list 
We did. There's it. a heading in there that's gonna maybe goof. There we go. Now Brad is pasting stuff back in. He's eliminated every game. Here we go. Your eleven games of the year. There we go. There. Okay. Here are the games we have on the list. Atari 50, Citizen Sleeper, Elden Ring, Grounded, Horizon Forbidden West, Neon White, Norco, Pentiment, The Quarry, Tunic. I'm going to say my favorite game on this list is Elden Ring. I would like to see it at number one. I I, okay. I started, I don't even necessarily agree, but I started to put it there just as a starting point because it feels appropriate. I'm going to say Atari 50 is probably going to be in the top five. Definitely. I think that's sensible. Okay. Norco is my number one game. I of the would year. put Norco in the top five as well. Actually, I'm going to go the other direction. I uh, feel like Horizon is pretty close to the bottom. <laughs> Horizon feels like it was on the bubble. Yes, that's it's a bubble game. Like lower than that, actually. Um, Pentiment was on the bubble. Ne- yes. Neon White was on the bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vampire Survivors yeah. was locked. Not <laughs> Vampire Survivor, Survivors should move no, back into the top that's five. A, that, that's like a top five for sure. Um, I'm going to say now we're okay. I'm going to read the list now because I feel like we did some good work here. All right. We've got from the top Elden Ring Vampire or <laughs> Vampire 50. Wait, Norco still got to go up. This is just where I'm just we're just taking a pause. All right. Elden Ring, Atari 50, Vampire Survivors, Citizen Sleeper, Grounded, Norco, The Quarry, Tunic, Pentiment, Neon White, Horizon Forbidden West. Alex, start moving stuff up. What do you want to see move up? Norco, go up now. I would take Norco over Grounded. I think you could put it above Citizen Sleeper for now. I think that's that's a sensible place to We're moving Norco up to the number four slot. Um... Brad, how do you feel about where Atari 50 is at number two? Are you happy with that? Think, is that too high? I, I think that is a fine place. I mean, <laughs> in some world, I could put that at number okay. one, but I think that is, I think that is a fine place for Okay, it. I actually don't mind it there either. I, Atari 50 is such That's, a unique thing. It really is. Um, I'm looking at the bottom here. We've got... I would put... Oh, boy. Okay, we're back in the same mess. I would... Actually, I don't mind what this is, and I'm going to read this off on this list, because personally, I'm not too bad with what is going on here. Elden Ring, number one, Atari 50 at number two, Vampire Survivors at number three, Norco at number four, number five, Citizen Sleeper, number six, Grounded, number seven, The Quarry, number eight, Tunic, number nine, Pentiment, number 10, Neon White, and number 11, Horizon Forbidden West. So here are the things that I would say still could shuffle around for me for me personally i'm on on this yes citizen sleeper could move around i would probably put citizen sleeper lower on the list for me personally uh grounded i would probably move up and the quarry i'd probably move up so i'd probably switch at the very least i'd move grounded and the quarry up above citizen sleeper i i 100 percent agree with that Okay. I could see it. Okay. I mean, it's not the way I would do it, but I could see it. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Hear me yeah, out yeah. before, but and, and I, I'm not saying we have to do this. There's a part of me that thinks Atari 50 is probably more like a number four overall. Mm-hmm. I, I it's in the top five. Mm-hmm. I just think that, like, for me, Vampire Survivors and Norco are more significant to me, but I think... I'm that's not a fight I want to have. It's more of a feeling that I have. 
I don't have many feelings on vampire survivors, but if you're if you guys are willing to compromise on it, I would say Vampire Survivors two and Atari three. Just because you guys have talked a lot about Vampire Survivors, and while I and I I think Atari fifty is kind of amazing. Uh, what about Norco I, two, Atari I, three, mm, Vampire Survivors four? I don't know about that. <laughs> mm. Vampire Survivors to me is a very fun trifle. Like Atari fifty feels like important work <laughs> that needed to be done. Which is why I'm going to compromise <laughs> with Atari fifty at three uh-huh. and Norco at number two. I don't I don't see that. Um I, don't okay. know. I could I could see Norco two and Atari at three. I think um mm. I think Nor- I think Norco is, is great and fantastic. Uh but I also could see Atari fifty at number two. So it's like you know, um what about uh, Atari fifty at two, Norco at three, Vampire Survivors at four? Like that, I could live with. Okay, I, I just I, I have I have nothing against Norco, but it also <laughs> I just I just have no affection for it. Where I understand, like all of all of us have at least some affection for Atari fifty, absolutely, and I think only two of us for <clears throat> for Vampire Survivors. All right, we've got Elden Ring, Atari fifty, Norco, Vampire Survivors, grounded in the top five. I feel like this is getting into a pretty decent oh, top five. Like this is Elden. looking pretty good to me. I like how Elden Ring is just sitting at number one uncontested. Now listen, if you guys want to <laughs> fight like, for Elden Ring... Like, I mean, I, I, there's a world where I didn't keep going out of town right after Elden Ring came out, and I finished it and would be like, fuck you, Elden Ring is number one. <laughs> and I'm just not there, but like, it also just feels like, yes, of course it's at number one. I super what else did would not, we do? I super did not beat Elden Ring, and I'm still telling you it's the most fun I've ever had with one of these games. I think... For me, Elden Ring is up there in like one of my all time lists. Like it is, it is. You yeah. know, I don't say that yeah, too I mean, often. There's this and the outer, um, uh, outer wilds, wilds, like recently, but like Elden Ring is for me is is pretty up there. Yeah, I mean, I was gobsmacked by it for the first twenty hours. Yeah, uh, before I put it down. Um, <sighs> I mean. Uh, I, you know, I think this list is probably, I mean, I could, I could nitpick. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind tunic being higher, but also who cares? Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Well, we're supposed to I care mean, is the thing. That is the one it's thing. It's so here. arbitrary. Yeah, you, I like, mean, what does it I mean? Not wrong. It's like, what does it mean for tunic to be at number seven instead of number eight? It is. Well, here's, okay. Here's what I think all these things what mean. It, Let okay. me try and create some definition okay. for this list just so that we aren't completely tossing it to the okay. side. I think the games between eight and 10 uh, or 11 in this case, but yes. Well, I'm not sure we're going to stick with an 11, but let's just say, okay, yeah, between 8 and 11, these are all games we, at the very bare minimum, all three of us admired to some degree. Mm -hmm. Some of they hit harder for certain people and more than others. You know, Pentamin was mine. I think you guys hit Neon White pretty hard. We all admired Tunic, though we all had our varying degrees of wanting to finish it. I think all those games make sense in this order. Also because I think Tunic is the most interesting construction of all three of these. And Pentiment, I think, is... Look, I just I have a burning love for that game and what it's trying to do. It's hype, But both Pentiment and Neon White are going for hyper-specific things. Now, going above uh-huh. that, Citizen Sleeper is a game that you and I, uh-huh. Vinny, liked very much. Didn't really hit for Brad, mm-hmm. but, you know, it is also a fairly... 
it's a visual novel. It is a game where you are just really reading and making some player choices, but it's great at doing mm-hmm. that. The Quarry, I think, you know, like it, it, it's a game that hit for all three of it's us a, at a specific time. We had a great yes. time playing it. It's together. a very next lender group game also that we had a good time going through. And Grounded was kind of the same way, but you guys got more legs out of Grounded than I think you did the Quarry. I can agree with that. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, in this, yeah. and in this top four are games that all meant a lot to our individual years, and at least two of us really enjoyed or loved to some degree. Sure. I have given this definition. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I have created meaning uh-huh. now, in this list. Now, the real question is, where does that leave poor Horizon, Horizon Forbidden, Forbidden West? West out in the cold? I think that just like in the game, Aloy <laughs> needs to go this one alone and yeah. head out into the Forbidden West away from this top 10 oh, list. It feels so weird to cut Horizon. <sighs> okay, I'm going to just be honest with you. Yes. Just dead honest internally. I like Horizon a lot. (laughs) This is the longest (laughs) pause. I'm going to start talking. I can't. I, all right. I'm trying to like, we're going to get it. We're getting an alert <laughs> when we upload this podcast. Like there's dead air in here. I like man. Horizon a lot. And I'm, it's going to be on my personal list. I love for a site list. These games that are on here also, I mean, Elden ring is also a gigantic game, but horizon is a gigantic game that doesn't need, you know, to people to point it out as a fantastic big game right you know what i mean this is why i was thinking about how i want to present this like you're thinking about the do these video games need us not even do they need us because that's unfair because you know if you make a great game and the people that worked on horizon should be have their accolades horizon is a sequel to a gigantic budget game it had all the resources possible it had every opportunity to be a fantastic game a lot of the games on here did not have that you know were that kind of budget, that kind of like, res- those kinds of resources. A lot of them reached, you know, like reached a little mm-hmm. further than maybe the, like Neon White, Pentiment, Tunic, Citizen Sleeper, The Quarry, Grounded, Vampire Survivors, Norco, Atari 50. Elden Ring is probably the only one and it's at number one right now. That was another like, hey, you could put you could put poop in a box and it's going to sell. But like, <laughs> you know, but like it's not. It's amazing. And uh, they did. They super didn't. Yeah. Though. The, the, the donor donor is right but, there. So yeah. I took a long pause because I don't know how to really phrase it. But do you guys know what I'm saying about? Yeah, no, yes. I, I definitely get it. Um, I mean, it's it's not it's not that it's not ambitious and it's not that it didn't take chances. It's that it had a lot of resources and opportunity to make sure it is a well polished horizon game. And I, I think I don't know if it's unfair to pop it off this list because of that, even though it's still a very good game. And I'm I'm not here just to take the context of development into account for every game, but that's what that's just honestly what I'm debating in my head as I'm looking. Yeah, I mean, I I would say you know if we genuinely just liked it a lot more than some of these other games, it should absolutely be in there. Yes, like, I also at that right. point at that point development factors wouldn't matter. Although I feel like what you just said almost makes even more of an argument to cut it because even with all those resources, a lot about it is extremely the same as the first game. You know, yeah, like yes, you are definitely clearing a lot more bandit camps and like repelling off those repel points in exactly the same way. And you know what I mean? Like they added a ton. 
And obviously the story is completely different, but like much like God of War, much like a lot of sequels these days, like it feels extremely familiar in a lot of ways. Or or, or um I would even say of a particular type of sequel, right? Like these big, massive sequels that can't take too many chain chances to change the formula because they're building off of such a tremendous base. So I think back to something like The Last of Us Part Two, where it's like, you know, that was a sequel to another huge game, but also I think went divisively in a kind of different direction. Yes. You know, Last of Us feels like the odd game out of all these Sony sequels where they feel very much patterned after the first one, like that one, both gameplay wise, gameplay wise, and especially like narrative ambition. Like they actually went for something there that didn't feel like just another one of those. And some people didn't like it. You know, some people really, mm-hmm. you know, uh, fell off of it. And so I'm, I'm trying to think, does that formula play or like if a game came out next year and it's like, Hey, you, you kind of use this to knock horizon off. Like, could I justify it to myself and be like, and it's like, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so it's our list. We can do whatever the hell we but, want. But, um, but I think if Horizon had over had pushed so far past that I, that I was like, "Hey, Horizon needs to be on this list." Yes, then it would be different. Uh, sure. Yes. If 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 this Horizon was to the first one the way the Last of Us Part Two was to the first one, there, I could totally see it. But yeah, it's not. I don't think I don't yeah. think it quite is. And I think the other things that we have on this list in these spots are things that were bigger question marks before they came out or were really like fuzzy. And then you had to play them to figure out what the heck this game is going to be. Whereas horizon, I kind of knew what it was. I really wanted to play it. I still want to play the DLC for it. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just is, um, you know, in, in this list where it falls, I could see it being 10.5 or, or, you know, just, just under the bar. So I, I get where you're coming <clears throat> coming from, and the the main impetus to finish it for me is to see how the story plays out. It's not to play more of that game because I've now between the first game and this one have played God knows 130 hours of Horizon games or something. Yeah, it's it's to see the story play out. It's not to do more bandit camps and finish more side quests and get more bows. Uh, and there there are some things we don't get too deep into it. There are things I wish were more improved about it. You know, like it came out at the same time as Breath of the Wild. And I really wish they had taken more lessons from like the climbing in that, for example, Mm. but like there's still just massive amounts of terrain in this game. You can't really interact with, uh, and some stuff like that. So I I could see it going. All right. Should we pop it? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, sure. No disrespect. Um, no, I mean, it is the game I'm probably going to go pick up first, uh, on, on the break. (laughs) You know, mine might be Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> like, now that I think about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> huh, next year's going to be weird. Um, okay, here's what we have currently in a, an assorted top 10 list. I'm going to read it from um, uh, 10 to 1 here. We've got Neon White at number 10. We have Pentiment at number 9. We have Tunic at number 8. We have Citizen Sleeper at number 7. We have The Quarry at number 6. We have Grounded at number 5. We have vampire survivors at number four we have norco at number three we have atari 50 at number two and elden ring at number one 
What if Norco was number one? I think this list is perfect. <laughs> I think, I it, think you're, this right. List you're is, right. You're right. I think this list um, is good, looking pretty good. I cannot argue I, against this list as it exists. I'm going to say just some surprises on this list. I always felt very strongly about Elden Ring, so personally, I, I'm glad to see it there. I'm surprised Grounded is this high on this list. Um, oh, I thought it would be higher, yeah, honestly. Okay. I uh, I mean, I put a lot of time into Grounded, but it, I thought it was going to be a very personal thing again. Um I'm glad to see Vampire Survivors. I'm not that surprised Atari 50 is that high on this list, though it probably won't be that high on my personal list. But I see, I definitely, for a next lander list, I see it on there. It makes sense to me. Cops are coming. Yeah. They, our list is illegal. We've made mm. it. We've done crimes. Um, I think that's, I think we should, we should commit to this list. Yep. I'm good. I have nothing but respect for this list. Um, the only thing that bums me out is... I don't know why Google Docs doesn't have an easy way to invert the sort. I would like to do it from 10 to 1, but I'm not going to uh, write it on this list. Is there an easy way to invert the sort? There possibly. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Maybe next year we'll figure While that you out. work on that, I'm going to run down what our other stuff was from this year as a recap for this, okay. this list. Um, we start off with best storytelling. That was, uh, 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 the winners on there were Norco, that was my pick and Alex's pick, and Atari 50, uh, maybe a flash forward to what's going to happen in the top 10. Norco and Atari 50 uh, uh, on the best storytelling. We had my personal list, which was, uh, or sorry, my personal category, which was Vinny's FMV and or point and click adventure games that are for cool people. And those uh, were The Quarry, Immortality, The Centennial Case of Shijima Story, The Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil and Me, Excavation of Bahab's Barrow, Return to Monkey Island, Norco, and Not for Broadcast. Don't sleep on Not for Broadcast. It's uh, uh, 1.0 this year. We uh, had Best Game We Came Back To. This was a game we revisited throughout 2022. It might have come out in 21, might have been an early access, might have had DLC. But we all agreed that coming back to Grounded in 2022 was the best game we could have spent our time coming back to. <laughs> that was a unanimous Alex yes. and e. Brad pick. We had Brad's personal category, which was the Hard Game Club with Rogue Legacy 2 Vampire Survivors. Hyper Demon, Neon White, Cuphead's DLC, that's the delicious last course, the Callisto Protocol, and a, a amended entry, which was the Lobby of Spider Heck, which may take the cake on that one. A, a late comer, yeah. but the winner. Uh, we had Best Look, which is all things visual, with my pick, Elden Ring, Brad's pick, Tunic, and Alex's pick, Norco. We had Alex's personal category, which was Music. Uh, mm -hmm. Citizen Sleeper soundtrack, Norco, Vampire Survivors, Elden Ring, Metal Hellsinger, and Tunic with a special call out for uh, Citizen Sleeper and Vampire Survivors. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And then finally, most. Oh, no, not finally. There's two more. Hold on. Most. In Wait, did you say Citizen Sleeper or Norco? I said Citizen Sleeper. What did you say? Sorry. I meant Norco. Sorry. Norco. Sorry. Yeah. Norco and uh, Vampire Survivors. Special call out to Norco and Vampire Survivors on music. Uh, most insidious time sink the game that mm -hmm. that was the black hole for time not necessarily in a bad way but the hours disappeared not in, in a healthy way <laughs> the hours disappeared into it alex picked marvel snap i picked elden ring and brad picked grounded uh our last uh non-consensus category game we most wish had come out this year again understanding development schedules and all the troubles that have come out and why delays happen yes. these are games we're just excited to play and can't wait to get our hands on for next year or whenever they come out. 
Arc Raiders for Brad, Kerbal Space Program 2 for Vinny, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp for Alex. Finally! Taking a breath. Next Lander's Top 10 Games of 2022 by Consensus Decree in 10, in enumerated order here, starting from 10, Neon White. At number 10, number 9, Pentiments, number 8, Tunic, number 7, Citizen Sleeper, number 6, The Quarry, number 5, Grounded, number 4, Vampire Survivors, number 3, Norco, number 2, Atari 50, The Anniversary Collection, number 1, Elden Ring. I want to say congratulations to everything that was considered in this mm-hmm. year's Game of the Year making. Doesn't mean they are bad games. If they were cut, we for some reason had to make 10. <laughs> except for the bad ones uh, except for the bad ones all right Woo. we've done it what Ooh. a season what a season we have uh put together our list we will have uh we will have per uh, personal lists at some point as we kind of figure out how those fall going through this process always makes me rethink what i'm thinking about for a personal list we're gonna do them. They will be textless. They will appear on the Patreon page. We think they will probably post the week we get back. Yeah, I want to. There is some stuff I want. I want to finish Pentiments before I make my personal list. The the week off gives us a chance to finish up some stuff we might not have to have time for. So it's nice to be able to post those later on. Um, so yeah, when we will come back and everybody is like, "This game should be a number one." Don't blame us. We just played more games. That's what we do. When we have time off, we play games. You guys ready to wrap this up? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Anything else about? This, you think we'll do another top 10 ordered consensus list in the future? Mm, I'm not sure. I don't have an issue with that idea. I think they're fun as long as you accept that they are inherently arbitrary. Yeah. But I gave, I gave the most context any top 10 list I have ever been a part of has ever had. That's fair. That's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's fun playing video games. It's fun. It's fun talking about video games. Uh, that's going to do it. It's been a fantastic year. Uh, I want to thank everybody for supporting us and joining us over 2022. Uh, I want to thank our mods for, uh, handling stuff on the discord and being in chats and Twitch and all over the place. I want to thank all the people who've participated in fun conversations, who've reached out to us throughout the year. Uh, again, part of our community and helping us out and the whole, the whole business, the big thank the whole the big Thank you to everyone. Uh, we'll be back in 2023. Of course, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash nextlander to find all of the stuff you might have missed throughout the year, the stuff that's on different levels of the Patreon, all of that business. We have our Twitch channel, our YouTube channel. You can go see everything else there while we are off for the week. Go catch up. There's going to be a quiz when we come back on everything. Whew. What a year, John! It's like hard to close this. It's always hard to close these. Mm -hmm. It's like the last. It's the last thing we're gonna do. So here's here's to an even better 2020. Here's to an even better 2023. Here's to an even better 2023. Whoa! If you keep saying it, it keeps gaining esteem. Uh, Look at all those. uh, Here's I. Sorry, on the video version, I clicked over to the games that have 2023 dates on them oh wow. well, no we can't do uh, all that now nope. we're i gotta go eat dinner gonna man. Go. we have a whole we have a whole separate podcast yes that. stay tuned for the, the planorama coming in january all right thanks alex thanks brad thanks everybody for listening Thank you, uh, once again and we will be back next year with more next see ya
Thanks, everybody, for listening to this year's Game of the Year content. I want to thank everyone again for supporting us. And, of course, it is time to thank our mysterious benefactors, starting with Vornak, Tyler Treese, Trevor and Adrian R., Thomas Lynn, Steve Lynn, Statics, Skywarp, Sean Miller, Robert Fisher, Raz Grizz, Twas the Night Before Christmas, Randy Duax, Peter Reardon, Michael Jonathan Black, Matthew Herrig, Matt Clements Jr., Mark Wilhelm, Kevin Velado, Kelly F., John Richardson, John McInnes, John Hubbard, Jerry Lee, James Smith, Jad Rita, JM, It's Me JP, Gary Pejski, Evan Cook, Edward Cheek, David Campos, Bunny Thorpe Stay Healthy Crimes, Brian Lucier, Brian Murphy, Brad's Midsize Voodoo You Do, Andrew Teepkin, Andrew Slosky, Andrew Jackson, and Alex Wu. Those are in alphabetical order this week. I made it a little more challenging. I <laughs> hope everybody had a good time. Stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and supporting again. And we'll be back in the new year. See ya.